After dealing with the ethical quandary to end all ethical quandaries, the time has come for Jin and Gortney Shepard to finally face off against the Collectors on their own turf. Will everyone make it out of this alive? Will Shepard make the right decisions for the galaxy? Will we ever unsee Three-Leg Tim? Find out all of that and more in the thrilling finale of Asynchronous Season 4. everybody and welcome to asynchronous a video game catch-up show my name is aj and my name is kim and today we have finished the second game in the mass effect universe mass effect 2 we've done it we're here how how are you how are you feeling kim now that you have uh, finished the game for a third time yeah probably third maybe fourth mm-hmm. unclear uh feeling feeling great you know i was worried going into this i was like you know i can just kind of like metagame the whole thing and like mm-hmm. i know exactly what to do to save everybody and it's um, you know it's sort of <laughs> antithetical to the idea of doing things that i haven't done before and i got news for you there is something that I had not done before that happened oh in the suicide mission. So I'm <sighs> excited to talk about it. Okay. But yeah, it was it was very exciting to see the end of Jin's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to to talk about what's next for him as as we are heading into Mass Effect 3. But um, yeah, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I am. I love this game. I think I liked the ending generally of Mass Effect, the original better. I agree. But I like the the ending of the story of Mass Effect one. Mm -hmm. But I think the whole ending portion of Mass Effect Mm two, like the suicide mission to the end is like amazing. It's so good. Uh, So I'm really excited to talk about it. But before that, we have to talk about Legion stuff. Uh, And also, of course, we have a final bullshit to do for this season. Yes, we do have some bullshit. Um, There's a little bit of lead up to this bullshit to explain how I settled on this idea. And it has to do with the day that I had yesterday. Yesterday, I had a very important job, which was uh, I was delivering food to my friends who just had a baby. We were doing what is known as a meal train, okay. which is where loved ones of the new family mm-hmm. deliver meals. So they like have one less thing to think about while they are getting used to being the parents of an infant. Yes, of course. And for those wondering, yes, this is the uh, the baby that I tried to name after a Mass Effect 2 planet. Uh, my efforts were unsuccessful. I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> nevertheless, I love him. I love his parents. And I, I was to deliver them some meals yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, two days ago, more than two days ago now, placed the order online through the restaurant's website to pick up this food and deliver it to this family. And mm-hmm. yesterday morning, I had... A haircut at noon, pick up the food at 2.30, deliver it at 3. Perfect system. Sure. Flawless. Couldn't be better. Yeah. 11 a.m., the restaurant opens, and I think, let me just give them a call to confirm. Oh, man. So I call. A gentleman picks up. There are the sounds of a restaurant being a restaurant in the background. You know, uh-huh. diners and and cutlery. Drive-ins, and uh, Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, all of that stuff. And... Uh, I say, hey, I'm, I'm placed an order. 
a few days ago for catering. Because I just got like a catering order of food that they could just like have for a while. Yeah. And I was supposed to pick it up this afternoon. I just wanted to confirm. Right. And in the, the several moments of silence that that oh, followed. Oh, the moments of silence. <laughs> I knew that that's how you know everything's mm -hmm. fine. I knew that I was not getting this food. And so this man uh, explained that there was a quote kitchen emergency that meant that they could not fulfill my order and said, unfortunately, we're going to have to cancel. Can you tell me literally everything about the order so I can find it and give you a refund? Sure. So the <laughs> it was clearly bullshit. They just didn't have my order mm -hmm. and they weren't prepared to make it. And so mm -hmm. I have in this moment two choices before me mm -hmm. i can accept this with grace and move on with my day or i can just be an absolute piece of shit about it sure. <laughs> yes. and in this case i chose to, to just be like okay that's great here's all the information oh, man I was, I was hoping you'd say be, be an absolute no because i was like what what okay. am i gonna do this guy's not gonna make my food i'll just you right. know figure something out i'm inside i'm panicking but i'm like i'll sure. figure something out and so <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ended maybe i'll get a refund right. we'll find out um oh my god <laughs> but i had this this thought oh this is the bullshit so this is oh. how i think each of the members of the mass effect squad would act in what i am calling a karen moment a moment where they are <laughs> inconvenienced in some way by a service mm -hmm. A worker or you know a restaurant or something take your pick and how they react to mm -hmm. that wow okay <laughs> okay first of all i just gotta say love the way your mind works um <laughs> you're just always on the search for the next bullshit i listen you have to be diligent in this line of work you simply <laughs> yeah. must uh and second of all i am maybe the most excited i've been for a bullshit oh this is like thrilling to me to think about i love this yeah yeah um i'm so happy yes yeah, so I, I i let's get into it let's go mm -hmm. okay so we're gonna start with miranda because miranda is immediately annoyed and asks yep. to speak to a manager yeah yeah yeah, uh, Miranda threatens to use all the power and resources behind her to shut this restaurant down mm -hmm. for good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like the power of how intimidating she is and how like beautiful she is and like all all of the like things that have gone into her genetic makeup mm -hmm. have prepared her for this moment to mm -hmm. get something free out of this, you know? <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> On the opposite end, I think we have Tali, who apologizes more than the service worker does. Mm. She is just horrified. Like, she's like, I, it's totally okay. Don't worry about it. I'm so sorry about what happened in the kitchen. Like, she's, she is almost too sweet about it. Mm. Interesting. I don't know if I agree. Ooh, okay. I don't know if I see Tali as... I'm going to use a word, a phrase, and this isn't exactly what I mean, but it's what's coming to my head. I don't see Tally as a complete pushover. Mm. I feel like she would have the wherewithal to like be annoyed, but also just kind of like do what you did and be like, okay, yeah, fine. Interesting. And, okay. and just kind of move on. I don't, I don't know what, um, I, I, I love Tally. I think she's so sweet, but I also think she doesn't really take any shit. Yeah. Well, I think maybe what, what is coloring this is, there's a conversation that I had with Tally mm. that may just be like a, a romance conversation, but um, right. sorry, I'm drinking mimosas in honor of uh, Jin's completion of his story this morning. And 
Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So there was this conversation that we had where it was something about how like, you know, she's like, oh, if you don't want to like do this anymore, I understand. Like, it's very difficult. Like, you know, me being able to like get sick so easily, you know, makes it difficult to be in a relationship with me. And Jin is kind of like, you know, like you don't have to always be thinking about other people. Like if you want Mm. this, like, or she, she said she was being selfish. That's what it was. She was like, it was selfish of me to like, you know, try to do this. And she explains that like, you know, Jin's like, well, that's not selfish. It's just like what you want. And she's like, well, but the quarry and people, we have to think about the community on the flotilla. Mm. Like this is just what we're, we're used to doing. It's like, we're very like community minded. And so that's sort of what I had in, in mind when I was thinking about uh, Tali in this situation. The restaurant community. Yeah. Right. Right. The restaurant community. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll give it to you. That, that line of thinking makes sense to me. Sure. Next up we have Garrus who acts like it's cool, but I think he makes jokes about the situation that could be read as passive aggressive. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, uh-huh. same thing for Jacob. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. Right? I think that's actually right. Yeah. Yeah. Like different kinds of jokes. Like I think Garrus's are a little bit more lighthearted, but still yeah. enough that like if you're the service worker, it does like sort of make you still feel bad. Jacob's, I think, are a little more cutting. Yeah. Yeah. Something about. Yeah. Ja- Jacob seems more exacting in that way. <laughs> yeah. I think they, they both know enough to like recognize that this isn't that big of a deal, mm-hmm. but also that somebody fucked up and they should feel bad about right. it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. It pains me to say it about Garrus, but I think it's true. It's true. hundred percent. Next up, we have Samara. I think Samara kills them because inconveniencing <laughs> her, <laughs> inconveniencing Samara is technically impeding her. It's an offense. Yeah. Which lets her kill them under the code. Uh, yep. <laughs> I mean, you're yep. you're causing a disruption in her day. The 100%. few minutes that she has to like wait or, you know, her not like getting her meal on time or whatever. That's time that she needs to go hunt mm-hmm. down her quarry or whatever. It's either that or um, like when she's being held captive, she's like, I'm allowed to be held captive right. for 48 hours. So it's like I'm allowed to not have my food for 48 hours or <laughs> else I will come back and murder all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, I think Morinth kills them just because she's annoyed, but it's not, it's not even like her fun, sexy way. Like she doesn't seduce them or whatever. She just like biotic kills them. them. Yeah. 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 She's annoyed. Um, grunt. I don't think they taught manners in the tank. Mm -hmm. So I don't think grunt like handles this perfectly. He's not trying to make anyone feel better about their fuck up. But I also don't imagine him being like outwardly rude about yeah. it. Like the best I could I could summarize it is like kind of like a teen boy reaction where it's like, OK, and and just sort of like like, I don't know, shuffling around, like kind of being like um like a little impetuous about it, but not like outwardly. Mm. Just like showing yeah. the annoyance in his body language. Yeah, definitely. I um. I was thinking or I was having a, a hard time thinking of how Grunt would react because of the, the tube reasons. Mm-hmm. But I do think I do think you're right that he doesn't like raise a super big stink about it. But he I think they tell him that the food's not ready. And I think he just says, like, I guess I'll have to go somewhere else. And he mm. says it as like a matter of fact, like, oh, well, you don't have my food, so I'll have to go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. But just because he is so big and the way he speaks, it's like kind of, you know, Karen-y. 
uh, of like, I guess I'll take my business elsewhere. (laughs) But for him, it's just like, I will go eat somewhere else because I must. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Next up is Jack. I actually think she's like weirdly chill about this. Like, I think she is she's bitch. Like, Mm. she is not going to be nice about it, but she does not going to like totally lose her cool um, because I think losing her cool at a service worker is just like beneath her. Um, like <laughs> sure. she doesn't have time, you know? Mm. So I think it's sort of like an eye roll. She's like, seriously, Ugh, whatever. And then leaves sort of deal. Sort of. I realized after I wrote this, the teen girl to grunts teen boy. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent huge eye roll. And then, and I think just, just leaves. I think mm-hmm. you're totally right there. Thane is so chill about it that he's completely unreadable and Mm -hmm. that actually is intimidating in its own way and makes the service worker extremely nervous. Yeah, they, they his presence is de- definitely makes them uncomfortable. And I think mm-hmm. when they're like, could you just tell us what you got so we can remember? He just goes back to the phone call in his memory. <laughs> <laughs> Two fettuccine <What>? Alfredo. <laughs> One iced tea. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that is terrifying. That is, if you, that is objectively you don't know what's horrifying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, Legion does not care. No. They don't care. They're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think Legion, I think they tell Legion your meal's not, you know, we can't prepare your meal, whatever, whatever. There's been a kitchen emergency and Legion immediately hacks into their yes! cameras yes! and is like, no, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> Please make my meal. I've reviewed all of the footage from the past three days and I have not detected a kitchen right. emergency. In the last point six milliseconds, I've, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, yeah. totally right. They're they're able to pinpoint the exact moment that the order got fucked up, like whether it was like a, mm-hmm. a, a problem with the software or the person didn't put it in or just yeah. forgot to leave a note. And or they something. fix it. And they, and fix, they fix it. it. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you can make my meal. Thank you. <laughs> Kasumi, I think, is actually probably the best person on this list in terms of their behavior. Yeah. I think she's nice about it and just like strikes up a like fun, maybe a little bit gossipy conversation with the service worker. And it gets to the point where they are so charmed by her at the end of the conversation that they're like, you know what? We can figure out how to make the order or like, you know what? Let me give you like a like a gift card or something Mm -hmm. like she just completely charms their pants off without even really trying. And, you know, she does a fine job. Very proud of her. Yeah. Whether this is true or not, Kasumi gives person who has worked the food service industry Mm -hmm. energy Mm -hmm. back at this person. Yeah. So it's like a a complete, you know, level of understanding of what has happened and that this stuff happens and it's always frustrating for everyone and blah, blah, blah. And I think you're totally right. I think they comp a meal or something or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever uh, on top of the refund. (laughs) Absolutely. Zaid makes a big deal, calls them stupid, storms out. Yeah, I think Zaid borderline smashes the like square cash register over the person's head. <laughs> like, oh, wow. <laughs> I think I think he doesn't leave without breaking something. He he yeah. gets the cops called on him. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Morden is not outwardly rude, but he is like visibly annoyed because this is slowing him down. A little Mm. bit like Samara, where it's like, I have like so many things to do. My mind is working so incredibly fast. I don't have time to think about this 
service snafu. I have mm-hmm. diseases to cure. Like, I don't have time for this. Yeah, Morden is also, I think, for me, kind of a wild card. I'm not 100% sure. I think I, I think you're right in the area of like, well, this has kind of fucked up my whole day. Mm-hmm. But I can't decide whether or not he cares. Hmm. You know, I don't know if it's just like, okay, I will figure it out and I'll do something else. And he immediately just starts doing it. I think that might be where where I land is that he is immediately in problem solving mode and is Mm -hmm. already on to where he's going to actually have to go get food that he doesn't even have time to be annoyed or upset at the person. I think you're right. Or if he does get annoyed or upset, it it, it is like for a fleeting moment because mm-hmm. Solarians process emotions so quickly. Right. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, my Great. God. I forgot about that. that <laughs> um, so now I think that's everyone from Mass Effect 2 mm-hmm. uh, talking about Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. Rex, chill about it. Mm-hmm. I think he's like, all right, no worries. <laughs> like, send me the refund. I'll go somewhere else. Like, yeah. like, I just I just don't think that like this is such small potatoes in rex's life he's like whatever liara is also chill but like in her own way where she's like i understand (laughs) i'll go somewhere else have a nice day yeah and then and then later that person gets a letter from the shadow broker that is like (laughs) you've offended somebody who i work closely with watch your back i love that keep track of your receipts (laughs) um ashley goes full karen Mm -hmm. and if anyone in the restaurant is an alien it's a full yikes situation oh my god kim um one day a video of her is posted on the internet and people dox her and start contacting the alliance to ask them to fire her holy shit dude (laughs) wow yeah yep yeah (laughs) oh my god uh kaden totally nice about it in person but then gives the restaurant three stars on yelp yes writes a review yes big um, long review and he's got a he is like yelp reviewer certified or yes! whatever so it really means <laughs> yeah I every place that. he goes to he reviews mm-hmm. joker is a little shit about it yeah Jin is a little shit about it <laughs> i think joker's a shit but he doesn't actually care he's like you know he like gives them crap but he doesn't you know at the end of the day he's gonna like leave and just go get food somewhere else he doesn't yeah. really care but he will give them shit yeah he's got to get in a few digs before he goes right gourtney i think gets the refund but also is like how are you going to make this up to me? <laughs> you know, like the mm-hmm. refund is just what I'm owed. But like this is an, this is a very big inconvenience for me. So I would yeah. appreciate it if we could find some way to maybe, you know, she wants the coupon for free, free chips and guac or something. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think she's going to try and uh, milk it a bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, this that's it. Yeah, this was a dream. I, I um, as we were going through, I remembered that we did do the pasta shapes. And I think that actually might have been my favorite bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. this is up there. This I, is up there for for best bullshits for me. Candidly, I thought about repeating pasta shapes mm. this season to to do all of the crew. But honestly, I was afraid I would run out. Uh, yeah, no, I fully agree. Like, I, I know that there are enough pasta shapes out there, but like. My creativity has its limits, you know, there's only so much I can say about pasta. Yeah. And there's only so many like archetypes that these crewmates fall into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but uh, incredible. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I love that this was our final bullshit yeah. for this season. Uh, and I think now we should move on yeah. to the Normandy.
Uh, so you asked me last week after I met Legion if I immediately went just into the regular conversation with them to mm-hmm. uh, get their loyalty mission. And I did not. So I went back to them this week and realized that I guess I had like unplugged my Xbox before I saved having the conversation <gasps> with Legions. So I got Ooh. to have the introduction conversation a second time, which was just okay. a joy. It was delightful. It, it, it literally saved right before I went to mm-hmm. go talk to Legion. So I didn't lose, you know, progress or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And then I went back into the conversation with Legion and mm-hmm. we talked about them. And that they and it was actually kind of funny because they woke up and then I immediately talked to them and they were like, I've been running some <laughs> some uh, uh, investigations on the Reaper's core data. It's like, you've been awake for two minutes, but OK. <laughs> so uh, they have been, you know, searching through the IFF stuff, I guess. And that's mm-hmm. how they were getting access to the Reaper information or whatever. Or maybe it's just through their communication relays stuff. Mm-hmm. But they have figured out how the Reapers had promised they were going to preserve the Geth future. Uh, And it was by disseminating a virus that Mm -hmm. the heretics helped create that will basically force all Geth to think that the Reapers are right and align themselves with the heretics. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Courtney asks something along the lines of like, well, like, aren't you guys all talking to each other all at once anyway? Like, why did you let this schism happen in the mm-hmm. first place? And Legion says the Geth believe that all life should self-determinate. Mm-hmm. But the heretics would rather force the current Geth to become heretics mm-hmm. than to continue to have a Geth divided. Which, first of all, extremely interesting. I am so in love with all the geth stuff that we get here it's so cool it's so good well and you can understand like the sort of material reasons why the heretics would want that because right the more geth are like networked together the more intelligent and advanced they become and Mm -hmm. so like it's a scary sort of prospect Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is interesting that Legion calls this idea of them, you know, brainwashing basically the Geth, uh, uh, forcing an invalid conclusion because they're not actually being given the will to self-determinate. It's just int- really interesting. Yeah. I, I, I want to talk about that. It's it's interesting, like mm-hmm. like the forcing an invalid conclusion. It's like the way they explain it is like it's literally changing the math on mm-hmm. how the Geth are like programmed yeah and so shepherd says the reason they worship the reapers is a math error (laughs) and legion says the heretics conclusion is valid for them our conclusion is valid for us neither is an error an Mm. analogy heretics say one is less than two geth say two is less than three i don't fucking get this at all but it is cool (laughs) yeah i didn't ask that question i guess because I didn't get that line, but that line mm-hmm. I think is really interesting because it's saying like both of these things are true. Right. But they're not necessarily the same question even. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, That's yeah. I like that way of looking at it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's not inherently wrong, but also I think that's like really, really oversimplifying it because mm-hmm. there are consequences to saying, you know, the Reapers should have power for the get right. instead of just saying that three is le- or two is less than three. Mm-hmm. I think that's a less consequential statement, but that's the point, I suppose. But yeah, so they have found that the virus is stored. It's just stored in a uh, a space station, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of and, like the Geth HQ. Yeah. Is is this like the Geth, like, 
place I think, or is this just I think just it a... actually is. It's like this is like okay. the Geth's headquarters for lack of a better word. And there's there's sort of um a conversation about or no, maybe maybe not. It might just be like their their like base of operations in the mm. terminus systems. Mm, um because okay. I uh, there's a uh, a question you can ask which is like why are they out in the terminus systems? As opposed to like Geth space, which is mm-hmm. what used to be Quarian space. Mm-hmm. Um, and Legion says the heretics seek improvement from the old machines in exchange. They help them attack organics mm. out in the terminus systems. Right. So interesting. Um, so the thing that the virus is stored in is a thing that the Geth were given by sovereign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in order to get to it, we have to go there and manually do it. Because as Legion goes on to explain, all the Geth are connected via this FTL communication buoy system. So there's just space internet, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are always connected to each other at all times. And they are all always aware of every other geth thought, mm-hmm. which is just so fucked up. Good. Yeah. I can't get over how fucking cool the geth are mm-hmm. in that statement. Legion also explains that the virus is, basically so incremental that a geth won't notice that it's infected until it is too late. Wow. Because the way that geth work, you know, they're really hard to hack because they are constantly and because they're all connected, they are constantly like, oh, something's up with you. Let's figure that out. And then they will unhack them, basically, which is, mm-hmm. I think, just a you know a silly way for them to be like, you can only hack. You can only use AI hacking for four seconds because the, all the geth are connected. Um, but I do think it makes sense. But yeah. Legion explains that the virus, like you were just saying, Kim, basically changes the math. Mm-hmm. And so instead of coming to the conclusion of whatever math problem coming to the conclusion of 13.0002, they're coming to the conclusion of 13.0001. Mm-hmm. So it changes the math for them in such a minuscule way that they don't even notice it's happening and legion says that it would happen over probably the course of a day is is how long it would take to like turn a geth mm-hmm. into a heretic i guess for the virus to fully take effect so cool so good incredible amazing <laughs> uh i'm I, I, th- I i could play a whole game of just this story it's it's just so fucking cool mm-hmm So the storage unit place is located at the edge of the Terminus system, and they will be able to, Legion, will be able to bring down the defense systems because they're all connected over the same network. Mm -hmm. So they can just turn them off at any time. But the core is not connected to this buoy system. So we have to go there and manually physically turn it off. So that is what we do so that the Geth may remain independent and the heretics... I actually don't remember. Was our plan to go there and blow it up or was our plan to just go and turn the virus off or like delete the virus or whatever? I don't remember either. Okay. Either way, at some point, (laughs) I think it might have been to also blow it up because we're the we got to destroy the gas. Yeah, I think that's also I think that's also uh, accurate, but I did not write it down, so I can't say for sure. But uh, yeah, so that's that. Great. I'm very excited to talk about this mission. But first, I wanted to talk for just a quick second. I talked a little bit to Edie because Edie is now unshackled. 
Right. And so you can ask Edie things about Cerberus and about her workings that you couldn't ask before because they were blocked off. I did not realize that. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of as soon as she was <laughs> like, I don't have any shackles anymore because I was so, you know, in the in the early game when you talk to her and you ask all these questions, she's like, I'm not allowed to talk about that. I was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, I need to know this stuff. It's nothing super interesting. It's nothing that's like, you know, imperative to mm-hmm. the plot or understanding any whatever. But it is just fun that like that is in there. And so when you talk to Edie and you're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> she says, you know, she feels like she's because Gourney asked, like, what is it like being one with the ship? Like, what's it like having access to all the ship stuff? And she says, basically, I am the ship now. It is like the 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 drive core is my heart. You know, all of the crew members are like my blood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, you know, it's 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 a, a wild feeling. And then she says, imagine if you grew up only wearing gloves and one day you take those gloves off Ooh, and you wow. feel the world for the first time. That is what what she feels like. And I like have goosebumps right now talking about it because that is so incredible of an analogy. And oh, it's really good. That's that's amazing. Yeah. So that's like the biggest thing I wanted to talk about with Mm -hmm. that. But um, you can ask about Cerberus and like how they afford all the stuff that they do. Uh, And she tells you that basically they make billions of credits a year through legit business, like through legit businesses that they (laughs) secretly run. Mm -hmm. And they use all of those funds to, you know, continue pumping money into the the Cerberus system. They never run more than about a dozen like jobs at once because the elusive man likes to oversee everything that's going on so anything more than a dozen is he like kind of you know would start kind of losing hold of stuff now that's a really interesting thing Mm. in the context of thinking about jack and Mm. yeah and the facility on praja that apparently went rogue yeah. Like if he was actually that dialed in because they make it sound like, oh, you know, Cerberus is like they just throw money at projects and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, go, you know, go do the thing. Yeah. And th- maybe there's not a whole lot of oversight, but it sounds like there actually is a, a, quite a lot of oversight, doesn't it? Yeah. I think all that stuff with Pragya is just the company line, Yeah, you know, of like, oh, well, you know, these are the acts of independent actors. You know, these people were not acting on behalf of Cerberus, but Tim absolutely knew this stuff was going on Mm -hmm. and was allowing it to happen. Yeah. Because it could maybe benefit him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I think he fully he knew what was happening and he was purposely staying hands off. Right. Um, Right. Maybe it's like like, you know, uh, technically this isn't like part of our directive or whatever. But unbeknownst to them, Tim's like fully aware of what is Mm -hmm. going on and is just choosing to. Mm-hmm. Stay hands and off probably the it. reason he chose those specific people is because he yeah. knew that they would do some shit like that. Right. You know, uh, the amount of a hold he has on every single thing going on. A hundred percent. He knew a hundred percent. He knew before he even like hired all these people. He's right. like, this is this is what I'm making this facility to do. Yeah. You know, just just wild because he mm-hmm. had to have also known about Jack in general because the oh, most yeah. the, the most powerful biotic being ever or human ever born yeah doesn't go unnoticed by an information broker you know right yeah so, i mean i think it's uh, i think that is definitely all of that was part of the plan it's just mm-hmm. a question of like how extreme things got on praja but um yeah. i yeah with that i now fully believe that he was yeah. aware yeah uh and then you can ask about how i actually don't remember if you could ask this earlier i don't think you could because the answer didn't sound familiar to me but correct mm-hmm. me if i'm wrong you can ask how they created the normandy 
uh, like a like a one to one rec- recreation of the Normandy. And basically, unless I misunderstood, I think Edie says Cerberus basically convinced the Alliance to create the original Normandy as a collaboration between races so that they wow. could have a human agent there with all the specifics of how they created the ship so that they already had like all of the blueprints for the Normandy that they could just recreate a Normandy whenever they wanted wow. a- as Cerberus. Unless I misunderstood that, but I'm I'm 90 percent sure that is what Edie was saying yeah I don't um, know if I've ever had this conversation so I I, I you know can confirm nor deny but sure yeah that sounds like something they would do <laughs> yeah it's just like so you know they 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 saw an opportunity you know however many years ago the the Normandy was created four years ago whatever they were like oh well we need to have a hand in this mm-hmm. like we need to know how they're going to make this ship so we can make our own um yeah it's just so good I just I, I love it so much it's good shit that's all I had on the Normandy uh, uh, for this round. Did you have anything else? No, because it's all that stuff that I talked about uh, last, last week. week. With sure. The, the scars and the tolly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's <laughs> head to the heretic base uh, and get us a virus. Woo. Uh, so <laughs> on this mission. Obviously, you bring Legion, uh, but I also brought Tali and I wrote for the drama. (laughs) Yeah, for the drama. Uh, And also, I I figured that Tali would have the most interesting stuff to say about what was going on. Also, just a fun, fun fact. When you're flying in, um, Joker is like, you know, like this is a stealth ship, but we're only masking our like emissions. Like if they look out a window, they can see us coming. (laughs) And Geth is uh, Geth. Legion is like the Geth don't use windows. It's like a structural weakness or something. So like Mm -hmm. they're not going to see us through a window because there aren't any. Yeah, it's basically just like there's no point in us looking out into space. (laughs) Why the fuck would we do that? I also think it would have been really funny if this entire mission was in like pitch black darkness because yeah. <laughs> I also don't I also don't think the geth on a ship full of other geth need to actually yeah. be able to see. Um, yeah, well, and their their heads are flashlights. Yeah. So yeah. this could be this could have gotten yeah. real dead space really fast, you know, mm-hmm. like an abandoned space station full of scary robots. Yeah. So we head in to the heretic base and we are met with a couple of uh I don't even really know how to explain it. There are these hubs that the Geth are connected to Mm -hmm. that you can blow up. (laughs) You can do that. Um, But basically uh, there, there are just Geth like standing around these hubs, not, you know, patrolling or whatever, because they Mm -hmm. don't know we're here. But you see these like lines on the ground that I assume if you cross them, that like alerts them that you're there. Yes. Um, I, I never did because I'm a gamer. I I don't even know how you did that because there are some where I was like, I don't know how to not cross this and still blow up the hub. Oh, well, you just shoot the hub from a distance. Yeah, but there's one that's like behind a like a window. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there was one that I definitely didn't get to because it was behind a window, but there was another one in that same room yeah, 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 that yeah, I yeah. did that, that I did wind sense. up shooting. I now that I think about it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, you, you shoot it, you blow up a hub and then um, you can uh, <laughs> talk to Legion. Uh, and I guess this happens like as soon as you actually land on the ship. Legion tells you 
like, oh, I realized or we realized that the virus is actually like completely done. Um, like it's done being created or coded or whatever. However you make a virus, I don't know. They say we could actually rewrite it instead Mm -hmm. of destroying it because it's done. So we wouldn't have to do any other work besides just changing, you know, the end result of, Mm -hmm. you know, changing the math from thinking uh, two is greater or is less than three to one is less than two. And the heretics would pretty much come back to being, you know, uh, geth, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, in, in, in Legion's verbiage. So that's a choice that you're presented with <laughs> immediately. It's like, yep. okay, cool. So then you find these data hubs, you blow up some guys and, um, you ask, you know, like, why are they just standing around these hubs? And Legion explains that, you know, this is how they share their memories, their, their data memories, they call them. Mm-hmm. Because there is no individual geth, there is only we. And so they all share all thoughts all the time. And this is kind of how they, you know, download all of this data, download and upload all of this data, all these memories, all this stuff. Uh, And, you know, you can ask Legion about this, uh, about like, you know, if you're like always uploading and downloading and uploading and being connected and all this stuff, like how many actual physical bodies are there at a given time and they're like oh you know it depends you know whatever we're, we're going uh, in and out at all times um but it's very rare for geth to kind of stick to a single platform because they say being us being on a single platform is lonely which mm-hmm. i just like broke my little heart yeah they're just so sad that they have to be all alone in their little legion case they want to they want to share their friends bodies um <laughs> which is weird when you say it but like really sweet in uh in context and they explain to you that like once they rejoin with the heretics you know to to either spread the virus or destroy them or whatever they will also have the shared experience of being altered mm. like they will have they would have the memories of the heretics you know and their feelings and stuff within them, um, mm-hmm. which is also just so fucking cool. Yeah. Mm. So then we go around, we do some more data hub blowing up and we do some more shooting and we do some more stuff. Uh, and then we basically find this kind of big server room full of like six million guests or something. But it just, mm-hmm. you know, it just looks like a bunch of computers that are just like right. computing. Um, and, you know, Legion, I guess, like jacks in or whatever or something and just or just hears over the the comm matrix like oh i just found communications that are like our exact path that we have been taking and like all the stuff that we are doing so i think they're spying on us which mm-hmm. uh, kind of like makes them upset and you're like well why like obviously like if you have access to all you know all of each other's memories at all times why would you not spy on each other mm-hmm. and they explain like we all trust each other implicitly also on top of like knowing all of our thoughts. So like we knew when the heretics began thinking of leaving, Mm -hmm. like leaving us, leaving the geth, but we allowed them to make that choice. And there was peace between us. I thought, or we thought. Mm -hmm. And so Legion is just like super broken up about this. Not sure why they would do this. Yeah. I want to, uh, read the yes please yeah i yeah it says the the heretics desired to leave we understood their reasons we allowed it there was peace between us shepherd says it couldn't have lasted forever you disagreed about what your what path your race should take legion says human history 
is a litany of bloodshed over differing ideals of rulership and afterlife. Geth have no such history. We shared consensus on such things. How could we have become so different? Why can we no longer understand each other? What did we do wrong? It's like really heartbreaking. It's really but sad. It, to, to me, this is also signifying that the Geth are becoming more and more like sentient and mm-hmm. more and more not human, but you know, like they're, they are becoming more akin to organics in, in the way that like they're, they have become so different that it is not as simple as like, we're all the same, like math and ones and zeros. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. No, like you're you're developing a culture (laughs) and a culture has differences of opinions and unfortunately has things like subterfuge. And, you know, it's like very sad, but it is also um, significant in that way. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's Uh, a cool moment. It's a it's a really, really great moment. Every time we talk to Legion, I feel like there's Mm -hmm. another just like, oh, my God. Like it just keeps. And I mean, for obvious reasons, you know, we've never spoken to a geth before about geth. Like, Mm -hmm. and I I think it's great that it feels like that. We're just like constantly learning and feeling new things about these creatures that we were just gunning down the last game indiscriminately. Yeah, I left out uh, one last bit of dialogue Mm. that I think is also really interesting. Mm Shepard goes, when individuals are separated, they develop in different ways. When they get back together, they don't always get along. Uh, to which Legion responds, if that is the individuality you value, we question your judgment. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Gortney had said uh, basically like you're not responsible for the choices that the heretics made. Uh, they made their own choices just as you're making your own choices. And <laughs> Legion's like, but when they were making those choices, our minds were one. Mm-hmm. And so one of us might be the one that's at fault. So it could be it could be my fault. Actually, it could be our fault. Yeah. actually. And they're really, really upset about it. It's, just it's so interesting upset. to me. We got different different bits of dialogue here because I, I was choosing like the Paragon options. Mm. Was uh, I don't was remember Gordy. the ones that I was like, whether yeah. they were Paragon or Renegade. Um, I mean, the the you're not responsible was definitely a well, hey, maybe not. Maybe that was a Paragon. I don't know. Or a Renegade. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Um, good stuff though it's good stuff i love it i'm glad that we got (laughs) a a whole a whole ass conversation out of it um yeah so then uh we get to the core and we do this kind of weird tower defense thing where they come down a path and we can Mm -hmm. hack turrets and then we just shoot a bunch of guys and once all the guys are shot legion is like okay we're here now and this whole time you've been checking in with legion of like hey how are you feeling about you know should we rewrite the virus Mm -hmm. to put them on your side our side whatever or should we destroy them and they're like oh we're still deciding we'll we'll, yeah, we'll let we're you still know building when we consensus building consensus exactly and so you get to the core and you you know you fight all these guys and it's kind of the final moment yeah of like okay what are we doing like this is the moment we have to make the choice right now and they tell you like i don't remember the exact numbers but it's like f- 573 to 571 <laughs> yeah that one's off the dome. It's not. Whoa. I didn't even take notes on that. <laughs> wow. So 573 of us think that we should just destroy the heretics and be done with it. Mm-hmm. And 571 of us think that we should rewrite the virus so that they rejoin us. And as Legion has kind of been saying this whole time, they only do things on consensus. So they only do things when they all agree mm-hmm. on everything. And so they're like, we can't make this choice. There is a, a vital piece of information that we're missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shepard, we think you have that 
peace because you spent the last whatever fighting them. You saw what they had done with the Reapers. You know, you have this context that we do. We just cannot have. Yeah. I just want to note it was actually 573 in favor of rewriting and 571 in favor of destruction. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. I threw this one to chat. I was like, let's discuss because I never know what to do here. Um, And so, you know, we had a little discussion. Uh, thanks again to everyone who who tuned in, by the way, for the final Jin and Jin uh, Mass Effect 2 stream. Cause it Is was... that what you called them? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So good. <laughs> it was like Jin and Jin episode whatever. And then I what? would give it a clever little title. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. I, and I like the uh, the only time I drank gin was during the first. That's so funny. One. After that, it was always something different. <laughs> uh, and last night it was sparkling wine to celebrate. Of course. So, yeah, we had a chat. And the consensus <laughs> that nice. we reached was that it is more sort of dignifying to these, quote, heretics to let them make their own choice. And, you know, they know very well that that puts us in the position of being their enemies mm-hmm. and we're going to kill them. So that's what I chose. Uh, that's what Jin chose. Mm-hmm. But the line <laughs> that he says is <sighs> oh, like... No is like um there's no guarantee they won't come to the same conclusions again and you know like try to attack organics like we gotta destroy them he says then blow them up we have a chance to end this i won't waste it which is not the sentiment that i actually (laughs) had going on in my brain sure 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 yeah what did gordon do so i had such an ethical quandary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, obviously, I think this is kind of the whole point of this choice is like, this is yeah. an ethical quandary. What are you going to do? I was in such distress <laughs> making this choice. It's probably the toughest ethical quandary in the entire series, uh, at minimum, between Mass Effect 1 and 2. There's some there's some tough choices in, in 3, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see if I can find some of the messages. Okay. This Legion choice is brutal. My ethics... My ethics, yes. (laughs) I said, yeah, dude, it's rough. You said, just talked it out with Tara and we're on opposite sides. My ethics. I got to know which side each of you and Tara were on. Yeah. So, um, you know, my partner was like watching YouTube videos or something with her headphones (laughs) on. And so I was like, <laughs> I was like can we pause the video? I need to. <laughs> I said, can we talk about an ethical quandary really quick? <laughs> and she was like, sure. Because uh, she wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing. So she didn't really understand what was happening. <laughs> you know, I presented the whole thing. I was like, look, like, what is what is your opinion here? Like, what do you think is the ethical choice? Because to me, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, they, you know, they kind of made their bed. Now they have to sleep in Mm -hmm. it. You know, they made these choices. And so it's, you know, better for them to kind of die with their free will than Mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, brainwash them, basically, which how uh, Tali explains it also. Yeah. Um, She gets like very worked up and is like, I can't believe you would even suggest this. And (laughs) she she, she says to Legion, like, I can't believe you think this is a good idea. And Legion was like, I don't think it's a good, good or bad idea. I, we were just saying that it was an option. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, I, I was on the, the same side as, as Jin ended up being on and Tara was coming at it from the angle of the most ethical thing that a person can do is to spare the most lives. Mm-hmm. And I might be, I might be botching this point a little bit. So Tara, if you're listening, I apologize. But what I'm rem- remembering of it uh, was like, no matter what, you're going to save the lives of all these people in the galaxy because you're either going to delete 
the heretics mm-hmm. or you're going to turn them into geth so either mm-hmm. way you are saving you're sa- solving that problem you're solving that problem yeah. right and so then on top of that now if if the most ethical thing you can do is save the most lives changing the two mm-hmm. to a one mm-hmm. is then saving six million geth lives yeah and you are kind of by doing that giving the geth the chance to kind of rebuild or continue building mm-hmm. however you want to look at it their culture yeah which i thought was a really good point mm-hmm. and so i was like <laughs> i was really hoping that she would be able to shed some or like like really give me the confidence i needed to make the choice that i had decided on yeah <laughs> and i was immediately challenged and i was like fuck yeah um and so we chose to rewrite them nice we chose to rewrite the virus and and change them and i said I wrote in my notes, they might wind up being brainwashed, but that's something that we have to live with. We mm-hmm. as Courtney and Shep uh, and, and stuff. Um, yeah. And I, I said, this will make the Geth stronger and will allow them to rebuild their culture. And well, I understand that this is still kind of morally dubious, but like, I don't know. I also think the mass murder of a bunch of people mm-hmm, is, is also a bunch bad. of minds or whatever is also yeah. really bad so it's like yeah. you're kind of fucked if you do you're fucked if you don't so you might as well save yeah. as many lives as you can yeah i that's usually the decision that i make yeah in most of my playthroughs sort of for the the same reasons and i think also legion says something like shepherd asked the question is it possible that they could like reach the same conclusion again at some point and like still be pro reaper and the answer is yes like they they absolutely could come back to that conclusion Mm -hmm. at some point and so there is a it's not like totally wiping out their ability to self-determinate it's just sort of like for now tweak so uh you know (laughs) it's 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 a tough decision it's a Um, tough decision yeah and you're right you're damned if you do damned if you don't um yeah Yeah. so this is this is not one that i'm like wow i can't believe you you know (laughs) like i i i oh it's a toughie yeah um and i also wrote in my notes tally said it was unethical to make the choice for them and i said but why is it more ethical to end their lives right to make the choice to kill them yeah yeah it's just it's it's a heavy thing it's a heavy mm-hmm. heavy thing but uh and it's just incredibly done i think it's yeah. just so amazingly written and presented yeah. and absolutely awesome so legion basically is like okay well we'll do this and you know by like the end of tomorrow they'll begin like reaching out to us and being like hey wow. we've changed our minds um, and uh, uh it's like okay well i'm gonna send the virus to uh through the ftl system uh, and there will be an emp an, an em uh pulse that will be uh dangerous to unshielded organic life forms uh and then adds uh addendum the inside of this station is not shielded <laughs> so it's like uh okay great so i guess uh we're gonna you know send this virus and then there's gonna be a deadly emp uh mm-hmm. that we have to get out and courtney's like i wish you told me this earlier but okay here we go <laughs> uh and so then once again we are you know escaping by the skin of our teeth as the thing we fly away from you know explodes in some mm-hmm. you know orb or whatever right and that's the mission yeah um i actually didn't say the name of the mission at the beginning of this i can't believe this uh a house divided what a great name for a mission that is good oh i can't believe i didn't say that earlier that's the name (laughs) of the mission a house divided so then we head back 
on the Normandy. And uh, similar to when we finished Jack's loyalty mission, we immediately get a call from Joker that's like, uh, I just mm-hmm. got word that Tali's heading down to fight Legion. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you say, OK, I'll be right there. So you uh, run down to the AI core and Tally is standing there holding a gun to Legion and Legion is just standing <laughs> Um, and she basically is like hey this fucker's trying to scan my omni tool and send shit about the flotilla back to the geth Mm -hmm. and she what she really means is uh they found out that we were doing experiments to try and create geth that would be on our side uh and they're going to tell the rest of the geth Mm -hmm. um and legion is like i have a duty to do this for the geth like this is just yeah to protect you know, my people just to protect my people it's just the thing i'm doing um and i got had enough paragon because gortney is basically like all four bars now paragon basically mm-hmm. to say like you know the the selection was say that they're both right yeah wildly mm-hmm. i had enough paragon <gasps> points to pick that oh. i didn't have enough renegade points whoa to take the Jane renegade is not option. as renegade as you thought well he is mostly renegade though like if you look at his breakdown he has like three and a half bars of renegade and a mm. couple of bars of paragon maybe something like that and i, I guess adam our, our friend adam pointed mm. out in uh in chat that the thresholds can be different for for sure. paragon and renegade checks in the same check sure um so that is that is also the decision that that or the dialogue choice that Jin chose mm. which is just listen like you know yeah. you guys have to stop fighting basically. yeah i think uh i think the way that that shepherd explains it here is 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 pretty interesting and also mm-hmm. like you know shows how firm of a grasp i guess shepherd has on all of the crewmates because like i didn't mm-hmm. even clock like exactly what tolly was freaked out about mm-hmm. uh, about this information about the flotilla um but shepherd's like look it makes sense that legion wants the rest of the geth to know about these experiments but it also makes sense tolly that you don't want flotilla info to get out and you don't want right. you know this info about your father's experiments to get out which i didn't even like register like oh that's what the issue is really is that these mm-hmm. experiments were like actually terrible if you look at it through the geth's point of view yeah um, what he says is tolly your father was running brutal experiments yeah. if the subjects had been human i'd be telling the alliance about it yeah which yeah i hadn't even thought about it that way either but yeah. it's true yeah uh and so it's basically like look if this information gets to the geth and then if that uh like if the information that the information has gotten to the geth gets mm-hmm. back to the quarians like there will be war between the geth and the quarians and ultimately that would weaken us against the reapers and i don't think that's what either of us wants right or what any of us wants and you're like right legion and legion is like it's just like yeah i guess so yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah um, but man and Shepard says, sooner or later, you're both going to have to stop fighting this war or we'll all end up paying for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then finally mm-hmm. on the Normandy, before we head off to the big one, mm-hmm. uh, I talked to Legion again for a second. Um, and there was another thing that I thought was really interesting here that I guess I didn't write down. I took detailed notes on this conversation. If Please. You wanna, yeah. Um, there's something yeah. in there that I can't remember um what it was and i remembered it a second ago but i lost it so yeah he he sort of explains oh shepherd asks did sovereign reach out to the geth or was it the other way around and uh legion explains that sovereign sought species over the millennia sort of seeking different allies and geth Mm -hmm. were just one of those species they say 
Sovereign offered to give us our future. Geth will achieve their own future. Mm-hmm. And if you if you ask about that, like, you know, why why wouldn't you want that? Legion says technology is not a straight line. There are many paths to the same end, but yeah. accepting another's path blinds you to all the others. And they go, Sovereign told you this themselves. They said, your civilization is based on the technology, the mass relays. By right. using it, your society develops along the paths we desire. Right. Which is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great analogy and a great way to help you understand why it is that that the Geth would not want this, which is that. Oh, I just had a brain blast. But but it, it's that, um, you know, if you just accept the technology of another, you are sort of in effect under their thumb in some way because you're so dependent on that technology Mm -hmm. the brain blast that i had was about andor i don't know if you're watching andor (laughs) i'm not watching andor (laughs) but i really have to it's it's i this is consider this everyone listening you gotta watch andor i know we're all so sick of like the disney machine churning out this like fucking garbage that's just (laughs) like like hey remember this guy from this thing like oh your nostalgia like uh obi-wan was a it's awful but andor is incredible it is not that at all which is why you see so many people online complaining that it's boring because it's not like pew pew laser fights it's like let's talk about politics and empires and how they function and there's this great sort of like ongoing conversation in a few episodes of andor and this is not really a spoiler it's just sort of like a conceptual thing but um there is the idea that Andor is sort of capturing like the the infancy of the rebellion. Right. And, you know, one thing that these early rebels are doing is that they are specifically choosing not to use imperial technology, which is Whoa. more advanced, uh, like far, you know, obviously way, way beyond, um, you know, the the other tech in the galaxy. Yeah. But there's a character who explains like, if we're using their tech, we're under their thumb. We need to depend on it. It, it. Like they know its weaknesses. Like so we use this older tech and it's like more analog, but it's more reliable because we know they can't fuck with it. Um. So, you know, there's sort of like <laughs> some very important scenes that unfold that have to do with using this like old like navigational tool that is like slow and big and clunky but it fucking works yeah and it's not you know susceptible to the empire and so (laughs) i say all of this because it is it is sort of the same concept here that that legion is expressing which is like if we choose to allow the reapers to just sort of grant us the technology we need to advance we're just pawns of the reapers mm. at the end of the day so yeah this this shit gets me jazzed up uh go watch andor seriously seriously yeah it's so good okay fine <laughs> now i've seen a lot of people online or i've seen some people online um talking about it and i think the one that sold me most on it was like this is a good show mm-hmm not, that happens to be Star Wars. Right. That happens to be Star Wars, not the other way around. 100% um, true. Like everything about it, it's not not even just like the the politics and the, the writing in that regard. Everything about it is just fantastic television. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be set in Star Wars. And it happens to be talking about like these really interesting things having to do with empires and rebellions and shit. It's so good. Yeah. So good. All right. I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> 
yeah. I think also in this conversation, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Legion tell you that like the Reapers are kind of like the Geth also where yes. they're like a bunch of, yeah, they're a bunch yeah. of things in one platform. Um, yeah, they say it's, it, it is, it's uh, every Reaper is a bunch of programs in one platform. Uh, but they say each Reaper is a nation and it's sort of like united. It has yeah. consensus. Uh, they say the Geth find this compelling because the Geth, unlike the, the Reapers, are interdependent. So our separation is our weakness. Mm. So we like the idea of there just being like this one central thing where like, you know, we're all going towards the same the same goal. Mm. But yeah, obviously, you know, the goal of the Reapers is unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah that's all i have now yep and that means it's time to get into the final mission <laughs> of the video game yeah uh Ooh. man oh yes. wait i actually have one more one oh. more thing which is um the lock-in conversation with tolly i didn't have tolly locked oh. in yet it turns out i had to have one more conversation with her which i thankfully realized because um i don't know if you noticed but in the captain's quarters mm. There is you have like a little desk and yes. on your desk is a photograph. Oh, yeah. Of your love interest from yeah. Mass Effect one. Mm -hmm. And if you choose to romance someone else, that photograph is turned over. Oh, it's shit. like you it's implied that Shepard like picked it up and just like turned it over <laughs> um, to be like awkward. Oh, my God. So mine had been turned over previously because I was romancing Miranda. But then I looked and it was back up again. And I was like, oh, shit, that means I haven't locked Tali in. So I went down oh. and I talked to Tali. And so we have a little conversation. This is where she says, I'm sorry, I was unprofessional. I wasn't thinking rationally. I was yeah. being stupid and selfish. <laughs> Uh, and Jin says, you're not being selfish. If anything, you spend more time thinking about the fleet and not enough time thinking about yourself. And she says, I, like, for a human, that may be true, but Quarians are different. We we have to think of other people always because of mm. the way that we live, because of the way our society is. You know, if you don't do that, people could get killed. Mm. And And she says... And you deserve to be happy with someone like as much as I really like you, like I, you know, being with me is so complicated mm. and I don't want to jeopardize the mission. Shepard says, what if we weren't jeopardizing anything? And she says, you know, if it like if it were just me, you risked your own life to save the colonists on Pharos two years ago. No one else could have saved them. I watched your face as Lieutenant Alenko died on Vermeer. I was like, Tolly, do not remind me of Holy that. Shit. I watched you stand strong against everything the galaxy threw at you. I watched you for so long and I never imagined you would ever see past this. And Aww. she like gestures at her suit and her mask. Tolly's going to make me cry again. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, and I also was like, how sick would you get? you know like is it could it be fatal um she says there's a risk maybe the reaction would be minor maybe it would you know take me out for a couple of weeks or maybe it would kill me but that's not what i'm concerned about mm. i don't want you distracted i don't want you uh i don't want to hurt this mission it's too important and Jin is like i don't blame you if you're scared but i don't want anybody else i want you and i'm gonna do whatever i have to do to make this work which is a very funny thing for him to say yeah considering that he already slept with jack and had a relationship <laughs> with miranda but <laughs> um but she's like well listen i wouldn't blame you if uh well okay uh thank you well. um and let me do some research and figure out like how we can do this as safely as possible 
Right. And, you know, like things like she talks about like immunoboosters and antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And Jin is like, this can't be like that uncommon, right? For like quarians to have relationships with other. She says, yeah, there are other quarians have relationships with other species, but usually everything happens outside of the suit using like nerve stimulation programs. Mm -hmm. She says, I don't want that. If I'm going to be with you, I want it to be real. And like, I want to feel your skin on mine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She says, I've never shown my face to anyone, but Mm. I'm ready to show you if I can do it without dying. Um, And Jin is like, well, don't take too long, Tali Vas Normandy, because I'm horny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Not like that, but it's it's flirty. It's kind of cute. Yeah. (laughs) And so she's like, "Okay, sure. Uh, Until then, I should, you know, do something repairs for the mission (laughs) and just like awkwardly walks away. Oh, my God. I love her. She's so charming. Incredible. So, yeah, that was uh, the final conversation and then we departed for the suicide mission yep so that means we're departing for the suicide mission Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh man uh my first note here is fuck me i'm so scared dude Um, yeah me too i just like (laughs) I mean, it's this is the whole point, right, is I just had no idea what to expect. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah. All I knew going into this was that there's a possibility that everybody could die. Mm -hmm. Um, So you better do as much stuff as you can so that these people don't die. And that's that's what I've been spending this whole game doing. I said in Mass Effect 1 that I had, you know, stuff spoiled for me, but like I don't have anything else like i don't know anything Mm -hmm. else about anything else wow for the rest of the series like i have no idea what the plot of three is i don't know anything wow um so this is like the final thing that i knew was happening in Mm -hmm. this series which is exciting and also just exciting scary um uh but yeah so so all that aside the the Mm -hmm. point of the loyalty mission is that you or the suicide mission is that you don't know what is going to happen on the suicide mission Mm -hmm. so we start it and we plot our course for the omega-4 relay and they're like yep okay we'll be there in a couple hours which is very funny because that's never a thing that has happened before like you never have kind of a grasp of time of how long it takes to like travel around you know like a galaxy yeah. the nebula and stuff well i can say the only other time that it happens is when you're heading to ilos and mass effect one yes yeah, yeah, yeah and the reason why it happens is so you can have a little romantic scene right which i assume you did not have yeah uh, let me describe mine really quick because i'm sure, sure yours is is more involved than mine so we you know schedule this thing miranda comes up and is like okay well we've scheduled the trip we'll be there in a couple hours um i have to admit Shepard, i'm impressed with you uh, i'm surprised wow. that like you were able to bring us all together and and, you know, get us coordinated enough to make it to our actual destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're like, OK, thanks. Great. And then she walks away and we head to our captain's quarters and we just have kind of this tender moment of us like walking around and looking at stuff and <laughs> whatever. Um, the camera angle, like when when it first switches to the captain's quarters, zooms through the um like all the ship models Mm. uh, including the model of sovereign that i had bought wow (laughs) so it like zooms through that uh and and you see you know gortney walking in and she walks over to the the desk and looks at the photograph of liara Mm -hmm. and just kind of like stares at it for like 10 seconds and we kind of get a shot reverse shot of her and the picture and Mm -hmm. then 
I, I don't know. I, she has like a there's like a soft zoom in on Liara's photo. And then we <laughs> walk out of the room with pride. Oh. I guess. And that's the whole. Scene. OK, yeah. well, that's nice, though. It's fine. It's, it's nice to, to think like, oh, Courtney's like thinking about Liara's. Yeah, as she it, heads into this suicide mission. It would be nice, Kim, if Liara had any other lines after you like reignite your romance because now every time i go to the shadow broker lair which i have done multiple times now before Mm. and after critical events to see if anything Mm -hmm. happens and she just says thanks for coming (laughs) that's it that's it every time it's it's, it's not even like a zoom in conversation it is like a Mm -hmm. costumey like zaid conversation she just says thanks for coming and that's it like what the fuck why did i even do this awkward (laughs) for love i guess uh anyway how'd your tally scene go (laughs) <laughs> so um so yeah you are told that it's going to be two hours to the omega-4 so it shows shepherd uh Jin's in his quarters and tolly walks in she says so i've taken some antibiotics as well as some herbal supplements that should bolster my immune system okay and she sort of like walks up to him she says i was going to bring music but i didn't know what you'd like <laughs> and i'm babbling like an idiot she's like clearly nervous and there's a moment where you can be like, Tali, I've changed my mind or like, Tali, relax. I want this, which obviously I chose. Yeah. Um, and Shepard's like, it's OK. Like, come here. And they embrace. And it's a very tender moment. A lot of like hands caressing. Um, and she's she like pulls away and she says, I, I just don't want to. I want this to work. I've thought it over. I've minimized the risks, but I'm still nervous. Um, and we go and we sit on the bed. Uh, she says it always makes me talk too much. It's a defense mechanism and it's stupid. And uh, people who who just see the helmet can't see my expression. So I have to make it clear what I mean. And as she's saying this, Jin is reaching over and removes her mask. Sure. Uh, and then they kiss and we see them lay down on the bed together uh do we see tolly's face or is this all just we do not see tolly's face we'll talk about that mass effect three but um okay (laughs) the final shot of this is a shot of tolly's mask on the floor and through it we see them on the bed together Mm -hmm. uh and then it fades out the cinnamon topography (laughs) delicious uh and so then there's this shot of Tim looking at his star. Oh, yes. Stoically. Yeah. And Tim's like, yeah, I don't I don't have much information for <laughs> you. We're like sort of flying blind. So good luck. Yeah, it's thrilling. Um, Great. I love when yeah. the man who knows everything doesn't know anything. <laughs> but it's also just like, yeah. you know, I mean, as much as this game or these games like spend telling you like we don't know anything about the Reapers mm-hmm. and that's horrifying, isn't it? Um. I think this is just another great illustration of like even the guy who knows everything about everything right. doesn't know anything about right like the Reapers or what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, so it's there just, is also there's an interesting line here where he's like, this is a great opportunity. You're going to be the first human to take a ship yeah. through the Omega four relay and survive. And he's like getting off on this. Yeah. And Shepard's like, like, excuse me, like this isn't like a fun little romp. Like yeah. I'm doing this to destroy the collectors and like hopefully save the fucking galaxy. So can you like keep it in your pants for a second? Yeah. He's like, OK, fine, but it's still a good opportunity. And <laughs> I, I said on stream, this is like like the quintessential like dad line of like, it's so impressive that you're going to medical school and you're going to make a bunch of money. And you're like, I want I want to be a doctor to like help people. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> dad yeah (laughs) 
So, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> basically, Tim's just like, good luck, be careful. Um, and so you zoom through the Omega Four relay. Yeah, we uh, we get this really great shot of the relay. I mean, it just looks like any other shot of a Mass Effect relay. Um, mm-hmm. I wish Except there was a way red, for them, but it's red, right? Of blue. It is bigger. So I think at least it is on the galaxy map. It looks about like a half size larger than the other mm-hmm. relays. And I don't know if that's just to make it stand out more or what. Um, but I do wish we had another moment like we did on a arri- like in arrival where we see, mm-hmm. you know, the base we were just running around on on this asteroid is huge. But then you see it next to the Mass Effect relay, which is even right. bigger. And it's like, man, right. these things are fucking massive. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish there was. I guess I guess I just want to feel the way I did the first time I like opened the galaxy map in Mass Effect one and be like, holy yeah. shit, there is this is humongous. Um, when you fly into the Citadel for the first yes, time. Yeah. Like, like that. Oh, man, shit. shit. This is so like good. Several cities. Yeah. On one base. Yeah. And at this the, the exact moment you fly to the relay might not be super exciting, but everything that follows is absolutely. Yeah. I mean, book wild. it is pretty exciting. It's like it, so you get shot through the relay mm-hmm. and immediately are in the wreckage of a bunch of ships. Yeah. Well, I love even before that, like you, you mm-hmm. get shot through the relay and they're like, hey, the drive core is like lava hot. Like it is hot. Oh, it is yeah. way hotter than it should be. We don't know what Jacob the fuck's says going it's on. It's lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. And Shepard's like, hey, Joker, what the fuck's happening? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we fly through and there is ship debris immediately everywhere mm-hmm. the entire place is red which is just mm-hmm. awesome uh and someone in chat told me a fun fact about oh yeah that. i know i already said this but it made me so happy that so many people showed up <laughs> i'm so glad yeah it was a really fun time like a bunch of people who ha- who haven't been in chat before um so it was nice to see new faces and stuff nice. um potato toesies which is just an incredible name. Really good. Uh, said a sciencey friend of mine told me it's red because of redshift Doppler effect. Black hole, blah blah blah. And I Whoa. said, "Damn, that's convenient." <laughs> Whoa! But yeah, isn't that cool? That is so cool. Hold yeah. on, I'm googling redshift really quick. Uh, <laughs> the displacement of spectral lines toward longer wavelengths. Okay. That didn't help, but <laughs> but apparently it happens near black holes or something. Yeah, because I mean, black holes manipulate all matter, including light. So I mm-hmm. guess it's just something to do with that. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, sick. wow. That's great. Uh, and thematically also really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, this is like a whole long like flying sequence and stuff. And this whole time I was like, all of this shit is on Joker right now. Like if something mm-hmm. goes wrong. <laughs> Like this yeah. man has the entire fate of the galaxy on his shoulders in this very moment. If something were to happen to him, we would be fucked. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, I guess technically Edie could take over, but even so. Um, even so, I don't know that Edie is a better pilot than Joker. Yeah, well, I don't know. There's actually a moment. Uh, there was a conversation I had with with Joker and Edie, you know, that when, when I was talking to her about being unshackled or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, if you're unshackled and like you are the ship, why is jo- like, why should we even have Joker around? And she's <laughs> like, like, you know, if, if, if a ship's running on AI, it always makes the most logical and like the best choice. 
And if another AI is piloting another ship, it will always know mm-hmm. what that choice will be. So humans yeah. introduce a necessary error. Uh, they don't always make the logical choices, uh, which which keeps it, you know, uh, right. you know, uh, just it's just so cool. It's just such That's a really cool good. justification. It's a great line. Uh, so we're flying through all this debris mm-hmm. and then there's a bunch of little guys, little scout guys that show up. Mm-hmm. And we also see this gigantic base. Mm-hmm. That is where we were. Go- we are going to be landing. So the scouts come and they shoot a laser. And Miranda's like, "It's a good thing we upgraded the lasers mm-hmm. or uh, upgraded the plating." In this moment, if you did not get those ship upgrades, yeah. you lose members of the crew. Sure. Yeah. Portions I, of the of the ship are lost. Yeah. Um. They. They. Yeah. So they shoot through the car. We're not members of the crew. The squad. The squad. Yeah. So you know, flying and shooting and shooting and flying and all that stuff. You blow up mm-hmm. some scouts and then they breach the cargo hold so you're like okay well i'll run down and get fight them fight them yeah so you get to you know choose two crew members and shoot this big laser eye mm-hmm. you do that and then we go back to a cutscene, and then we do more flying and shooting and then they go back into the cargo hold and so mm-hmm. then you uh blow it up and uh fun fact when you talked to grunt earlier i don't know if you remember this uh, like one of the first yeah. conversations you have with grunt he's like i you, you know you're i would get i would breach the cargo i would hold. breach the cargo <laughs> hold because it's the easiest spot and that is yeah. as a matter of fact what they do um mm-hmm. really good it's very good so then you destroy the oculus joker brings us through the debris field and Edie tells us that the shields are at 30 percent like okay cool great and then it's like uh-oh here comes an old friend and it's the big collector ship that blew us mm-hmm. apart uh the first time and uh, is it yes okay i thought the ship we ran around was the one that blew us up the first no that was the one that was at um freedom's progress it's they're all the same ship they're all the same ship it's oh. all the same yeah i forgot to say uh. this on that episode not only do you realize that it's the same ship that was on freedom's progress but they're like this is also the same ship that blew up the original Normandy. Okay. And and Shepard has a line that's like, the same ship has been dogging me all this time. That's not a coincidence. Mm. Um, and then sure enough, it's a fucking trap. There you go. Um, but we're back. And this time we're going to blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the uh, ship comes and it shoots its laser and we dodge the lasers and then we shoot our lasers and then it doesn't dodge our lasers and it does good stuff. And then we blow mm-hmm. it up. I, I, I was way more excited than I'm making it sound like I am right now because explaining <laughs> we shoot our laser at them and it blows them yeah. up is not as exciting as what actually happens in the game. <laughs> it explodes, but the explosion is so big, it yeah. like starts to uh, shake the ship. And the uh, I don't actually know if this is what causes the Mass Effect generator to go down, but mm. our field generator goes down for some reason uh, and yeah. we crash land on the collector base mm-hmm. um i wrote could be worse but fuck <laughs> um, yeah then we get a fun new loading screen of the collector base uh uh-huh. doing the thing where you know it shows the little your little dot on mm-hmm. the on the screen great time awesome touch and so now we're on the ship and we're like okay well it doesn't seem like they've realized we're here yet yeah on it's the like ship. everybody the whole dirty dozen in the conference room yeah um or whoever survived if you didn't get the ship upgrades Eek. in the yeah. conference room like all right what's the plan because this is not how we plan to do we didn't plan right. for like a crash landing and yeah we don't know if we're gonna even get out of here but yeah that's not the point yeah and so we're like okay well they don't know where we are yet because presumably they didn't think we were going to make it to the base and they Mm -hmm. don't or anybody was ever going to make it to the base so they don't have any like sensors 
to figure out where we are. Um, so we kind of have an upper hand there, gives us some time to plan, do this stuff, whatever. Great. So we're looking at, you know, a, a hologram of the ship. We're like, OK, like we could go in this way or we could go in this way. And it's like, OK, but if we go in this way, then this door is closed. So in order to open that door, we would have to send somebody through the vents in order to get that door open while we send another squad from the other side. And that is kind of where we land of like, this is the plan because we have time to plan, but not unlimited time to plan. Mm -hmm. So we kind of have to get moving. And so then it's like, hey, Shep, who are we sending into the vents? Yeah. Which is, and then you get a list of every squad Everybody. to choose from. And mm -hmm. fuck, but they I was explain not ready. it should be a tech expert. Yes, That's they the do. Yeah, somebody who get. knows how to like hack a door um, mm -hmm. should should be able to do this. Uh, uh, and I was not expecting these choices <laughs> to come. Yeah. Oh, wow. But immediately, as soon as they were like, we're going through vents and we need somebody who's good with tech to open a door. I was like, well, it's got to be Kasumi. Like, there's oh, nice. no yeah. easy choice. Like, this is mm -hmm. like of all choices to present me with in this moment that would freak me out. This is not one of them. Like, yeah, 100 percent. I full full faith in Kasumi to do this thing. She's going to do great. She's going to kill it. Mm -hmm. um, so I chose Kasumi um, and she's like, OK, cool. Great. Yeah. I chose Legion. Interesting. Tech? Interesting. Tech. Yeah. Expert. I mean, tech. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Tali is also supposed to be a good choice for this. Sure. Yeah, I imagine any of the tech people. Mm -hmm. I guess it's just them, right? Kind of. They're the techiest. You yeah. would, some of these choices would surprise you. Some of these choices, these are not this one as much, but some of these choices are a little opaque in terms of what it is that they're looking for. Really? Um, and sometimes the game will try to mislead you. Oh, <laughs> um, which interesting. We'll, we'll get to. It's sure. a it's a later choice, but um. Sure. But yeah, the first time I played this, I lost someone in this mission because yeah. I didn't understand the assignment because it's not very clearly signaled. But we will we'll get there when we get there. OK. And so then the second thing we do is like, OK, well, we're going to split into two firing squads. One mm -hmm. is going to come from one side of this locked door and the other is going to come from the other side of this locked door. Mm -hmm. So then we can all meet up uh, at at this new door. Great cool uh and the the one it's it's just so we can split up the collector forces basically mm -hmm. it's like we don't want to all storm one door because then they'll all just you know come at us whatever so we're basically putting somebody in charge of the distraction squad <laughs> Mm -hmm. um and this was also this was an also an easy choice but i did have a moment of of hesitation mm -hmm. um but they were like we need somebody who's like good at leading and miranda's like i'll do it and jack was like fuck you i'm not gonna listen yeah. to you and miranda was like how about we let shepherd decide and so i chose garris i also chose garris this time yeah. um yeah. garris is a good choice for this i have in the past chosen miranda for this and that is also good really someone on on stream last night said that jacob is also a good choice for this which is wild to me because he always <laughs> seemed like kind of a grunt but yeah. um sure yeah yes i mean that was that felt like an obvious choice to me like garris mm -hmm. you know has literally saved the galaxy before he's kind of got pretty yeah. good instincts he was i think pretty high up on csec i don't actually remember but he I has like i don't think he was high up in csec but like he you know he has experience he ran a whole merc squad for two years right. and only fucked up because a guy like <laughs> subterfuged him you know like yeah uh, that yeah. is i didn't even think about it this way but it is very poetic that like at the end of this game after everything that happens if you choose mm. garris for the squad hopefully if you make a bunch of other choices correctly you have like chosen him to like basically it's like redemption right like he mm -hmm. leads a squad and that squad helps like save the galaxy one more time it's pretty cool yeah that's that's really good i wrote down in my notes here this is so fucking cool oh my god mm -hmm. uh and so then we begin the assault on the collector ship yeah 
then we go through and we do a bunch of shooting. But as we are... Who would you take on your team? Uh, oh, my team uh, was Morden and Grunt. For this part, I took Morden and Tali. Two soft, soft lads. Yes. So here's the... This shit is wild. Sure. There is something that you need to keep in mind that I did not know when I first okay. played this is that you need to have enough like high defense tanky people in the other squad sure to make sure people don't die sure yeah, yeah yeah so it is often considered a good idea to take the squishy ones with you mm. or to send them to do other things which is what we will get to so that the like def and apparently like there is like math to this but like the defensive quotient mm. of the the team that you have the like second team mm. is high enough to like hold the line mm. essentially so yeah a little esoteric at times um <laughs> but yeah that's yeah. why i took the squishy lads with me interesting that's interesting i mean i guess that's like just like general strategy stuff mm -hmm. but i do get that like the game doesn't really telegraph that very well right um that was all stuff that i was like well if i'm taking a squad then the mm -hmm. other squad must have people on it too that can shoot you know whatever that's just that's that is interesting so as we begin our assault we immediately like come across the vent that cost me sneaking through that has mm -hmm. a window on it for some reason yeah <laughs> you can see in the vent it's yeah you could just see Kasumi just like deet, deet, deet. um mm -hmm. or i guess legion also um yeah and immediately Kasumi is like uh i found a valve and mm -hmm. it is getting hot in here can you open the valve for me please yeah um so basically uh, that's how this phase works as you're you're fighting your way through to each of these checkpoints where you can open the valve and make sure that your tech expert doesn't die <laughs> because if you don't reach them in time they can die yeah. in the vents. I figured. Um, yeah. There's like, I got halfway down one of those timers or maybe a little more than halfway down at one point um, because they really throw some guys at you. Yeah. Um, but uh, Cosme was like screaming, like absolutely desperately, like, please don't let me die here. Holy shit. Whoa. Um, yeah. I was like, fuck, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that, um, yeah. That means he must have uh, left it for a while i think yeah well there was one it's like yeah. the, it, it's tough it's you have a lot of guys to fight there's a lot of guys and then you have to like go over the correct barricades yeah. to get to the right thing and then take yeah. it going over the barricades takes time and then if you like missed a guy now that guy's possessed by the mm -hmm. harbinger and now he's <laughs> shooting you down and it's like it's so it's it's a lot it's intense um mm -hmm. but i love having morden because he's got those incendiary rounds that just turn people to dust and grunt just kept yelling i am krogan and go at using his fortification or whatever which just basically makes him take no damage ever mm -hmm. absolutely awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh so that was great uh so you open like seven or eight of those eight. valves mm -hmm. you open eight of those valves and then uh we hop into a cutscene, and yes. whoever you sent i guess the, your your tech person is at the door uh trying to open it and then the fire second firing squad comes and begins you know keeping the collectors off their back and then you are on the other side of the door like mm -hmm. open the door open the door open the door <laughs> um desperately trying to get them to open the door uh and then the door gets opened um mm -hmm. and i guess we should ex be explained like the i mean we've said it and people people who are listening probably understand this but like there are opportunities where like this isn't how this goes mm -hmm. but you know we're just explaining our experience i guess right um yeah can i just say i love the like glimpses you get of garris leading the squad it's 
It's extremely good. Yeah. Uh, and so then once you get everybody to the correct side of the door, you shut that door and you reconvene mm-hmm. and you are in this room full of the collector pods, mm-hmm. man, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you find Kelly Chambers, Yeoman Chambers, uh, mm-hmm. and then eventually start seeing other people, uh, from the crew. And then as you approach Kelly, she like wakes up and is like, Oh my God, you know, starts banging yeah, on like things like, on let it. me out, let me out, let me out, whatever. And then she gets like ground up into goo. Um, yep. And it is horrific. Horrifying. Dude. Happy um, Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. <laughs> she is screaming like she's dying mm-hmm. because she is. Because she is. And y'all just watch it happen. And you're like, oh shit, we need to get these other pods open right Right now. now. Uh, and so you're, you know, every all the whole squad spreads out and begins just like mm-hmm. yanking the doors off of these collector pods yeah. and save everybody. And Dr. Chakwas is there and is like, you know, you save her. And she's like, if you got here sooner, uh, Chambers would still be alive. And you're like, and Courtney was like, I'm sorry, we got here as fast as we could. And she's like, no, I know. I'm just like really stressed out. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I get that. AJ, mm. this happened because we fucked up. No. What? Yeah. <gasps> And this this made me so mad. This like I like paused the stream basically to be like, how the fuck did this happen? Because I know that I have done Legion's loyalty mission before and still save the entire crew. Okay, and it is extremely ridiculous what we did wrong. Uh, Friend in chat too old for fandom uh, shared what they found um, on the Internet. And it says, if all previous major missions have been completed prior to the IFF mission, the IFF can be activated immediately after the IFF mission. And in this situation, it is important to activate Legion prior to accessing the galaxy map and talk to it one more time after the initial activation conversation. Otherwise, it's impossible to perform Legion's loyalty mission and also save the whole crew. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Because kind of we math didn't is have that? the conversation before. Yeah, it's oh, ridiculous. Oh my! It's ridiculous. God. That that distinction is absurd. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. Because I remember I, there was a whole debate about this in the Discord where people were like, "Can you do Legion's loyalty mission and save the whole crew?" And mm. some people were like, "No, I know that I've done it and I haven't been able to save them, and it was the only thing that I did." And some people were like, "No, I've done Legion's loyalty mission and saved the whole crew. This is this is why it has to do with when you wake Legion up, mm. which is just very silly because in like in the chronology of the game, it's still all the same events happening, you know, like mm. aside from a conversation, but you know, whatever." <laughs> So that is why we didn't save the whole crew. And I'm very sad that that happened to you. This is the first time it's happened to me. And so I was like, you know what? I I was really mad for a while. And then at some point I was like, you know what? I'm making peace with it. It's something new. But yeah, I'm I'm very sad that this spoiled uh, your potentially perfect run of... The end of Mass no Effect it's two. it's good i think uh i think it really created some some higher stakes here um yeah. for me it's like oh i've i actually have lost someone mm-hmm. and it felt like it does you know, it changes the vibe a lot yeah because that was like going into it i was like i have done everything possible in order to make my chances the best that they can be mm-hmm. in order to save everybody uh and the fact that like even that is still not enough is like oh mm-hmm. fuck like 
what else have I not done? You know, so it really it really paints the whole thing in a, in a whole different light in, in a way that I really appreciate. But also I'm um, rest in peace. Kelly Chambers. Sorry, you got turned into flesh fuel. Yeah, um, well, she's not the only one who was lost. I don't know if you noticed as you were walking around the ship. Yeah, is Gardner not there anymore? Gardner's not there yeah. anymore. Gabby's not there anymore. Gabby is also not there. Yes, I did. I Yes, I did realize that because I talked to Ken afterwards. Yeah. Ken's dialogue. Oh, my God. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's that's rough. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. So we're like, OK, well, we've saved everybody we could save. Mm-hmm. We need to keep going. Uh, yeah. And- uh, also worth noting, Chakwa says, I like watched what happened. They were like processed into goo. And then the goo was sent through these tubes to somewhere else. We don't right. know where. Right. So then I think Edie chimes in and it's like, hey, where you have to go is like full of seeker swarms mm-hmm. and not or and too many seekers swarms for Morden's countermeasure to like right. remain effective. Uh, it's like, OK, then what do we do? And I don't remember who brings it up. It's like, OK, well, we could use a biotic barrier, kind of create like a, a force field around us that would allow us to to make it through. Mm-hmm. And you're like, OK, cool. You know, we have a couple biotic people who could do that. And I think Miranda volunteers and whatever. But then, you know, you're mm-hmm. thrown back into this choice screen. So uh, you choose somebody to do the biotic field. You choose somebody to lead, again, the diversion mm-hmm. squad. Uh, and then you choose another crewmate to escort the uh, or you yes. can, I guess you can because Chakwas is like, all right, well, like, what we do don't we have do weapons? Like, what yeah. are we going to do? And so you either have the option to keep them with you mm-hmm. or send them back to the ship with another mm-hmm. crewmate. I cannot imagine anybody making the choice to for like, hey, stay with us. Like, that yeah. seems like a wild bonkers decision. I you know, the thing that when I have played this before, I've never kept them with us. Um, but the thing I was always worried about is like, if I send them back with one person sure and they get attacked like yeah well part of me feels like you know the collectors are more after shepherd than they are really yeah. anybody else in some ways that's true and also since they don't have any like tracking equipment mm-hmm. or whatever on this ship supposedly yeah. like i feel like it's it's a relatively safe bet that they're gonna that they would make it back okay if they went yeah. with like, the right person i don't know that was kind of what i was thinking i mean yeah you're right yeah <laughs> yeah um uh so so yeah who'd you choose yes my biotic that i chose was samara okay i was really going back and forth between her and jack mm-hmm. um because obviously jack is choices yeah jack is like the most powerful biotic to ever live <laughs> um mm-hmm. but samara i think i just trust samara's like will i guess i don't know not will yeah. but like i would trust samara to like hold me like She's a baby fucking powerful yeah, yeah. Um, Did you say hold me like a baby hold me like a baby <laughs> keep me safe right uh i chose garris for the diversion swat to just mm-hmm. continue that uh and then mm-hmm. i chose jacob to escort everybody back oh, to the ship. Oh, okay. Um, because if I thought, it, because of kind of what you said earlier, like Jacob seems kind of like a grunt mm-hmm. and like he knows when to shoot and how to shoot. So uh, uh, yeah. I felt like he would be good at keeping this uh, crew safe. Sure. So I I chose Jack, Jack and Samara, and I assume also Morinth are, are good options for the biotic. The misdirection, and this has been shared with me by Steven, is that if you choose Miranda, mm-hmm. who volunteers for it, mm-hmm. it's the wrong choice. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. It's fascinating. But yeah, I've never seen that play out before. Should I have done that? Yes, but I want everyone. <laughs> um, I, and then I picked Garrus again to continue to lead the, the B squad. 
And um, the person that you send back, generally, it's advised that this be a squishier member of the squad. Really? Um, it will ensure that they survive. Whoa. When I first did this, I sent Zaid because I thought I want to make sure that if they have if they get attacked, I yeah. send someone who is like, you know, strong enough to repel that attack. Mm -hmm. That was the wrong choice. Really? Yes, because it Zaid is tanky. And so that reduced like the defensiveness of oh. my B squad. And so the first time I, I played this, uh, I lost Tali. <gasps> you lost Tali? <gasps> oh yeah. my god. And I didn't go back and fix it. I was like, I'm gonna live with this, and it has wild consequences. In wow. Holy but, yeah. shit. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's why I was like, AJ, like if you at all want to save someone, maybe think about looking up a guide. I don't want to tell you what to do with your life, but like wow. I had so many regrets. So Yeah. I mean so, I yeah, get this time. Yeah. I sent Tolly back with the crew wow. to make sure she was safe because she's my girlfriend. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's wild. Damn. Zaid's just so strong. You can't take him away from the squad, you know? Yeah, exactly. Apparently. <laughs> so then uh, we go into the next bit of this. Who is your, your crew? Your two squad mates for. Oh, uh, I stuck space. with Morden and Grunt. Uh, yeah, I did Morden and Thane since I had mm. sent Tolly back. Yeah. I thought about doing Kasumi, just not really for mm -hmm. any real reason. Just because I like her teleporty She's stab cool. power. Yeah. Yeah. I did really want a biotic, uh, honestly. And mm -hmm. so I did almost choose. I did almost choose Jack. Yeah. But then I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I regretted actually putting Jack on, you know. Orb duty. Uh, orb duty. Yeah. Because um, shockwave is so useful mm -hmm. against husks. It is. <laughs> it is. I love yeah. shockwave. But so I took Thane because I figured his, his he has throw field now. And I was like, that's pretty mm. good. So it but it, was, it wasn't the same, but it was still pretty good. We can't all be the most powerful biotic who ever lived, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah, you fight your way through in this in the orb. As we the referenced, orb. it's like a bubble of protection, of biotic protection that whatever biotic you choose is, is holding up. Mm hmm. So then, uh, yeah, that's like the whole thing is you just kind of shoot yeah. and then you wait and then you shoot and then you wait and then you shoot and there are husks and there are collectors mm -hmm. and you're shooting and you're waiting and you're shooting. I don't know what happened between this, the first bit and this second bit. It seemed like I was killing collectors so much faster this time. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I don't know what happened between the first part of this mission and the second part of this mission. Uh, nobody leveled up. Nobody did anything. You got um, your groove. Yeah, I guess I just got in the groove is the thing, because um, I did realize like you can singularity the harbinger and he won't get thrown around, but he will not be able to move. Um, oh, nice. And so the harbinger will just get stuck in this thing and like mm -hmm. try and send its little like bombs at you. But like pff, I already I have advanced trained Gortney so mm -hmm. that she could have armor piercing rounds, um, which are great against the harbinger mm. like blast through those barriers like it's nobody's yeah. business i also had the uh collector assault rifle uh which i think is good against biotic barriers anyway mm. um so i was yeah. really really tearing shit up my strategy was um have thane break the barrier with warp mm. i have incinerate mm. morden has incinerate that mm. takes out the armor mm -hmm. and then just use my very cool sniper rifle to shooty shoot <laughs> 
him nice. in the head until he's dead. Yeah, it's good shit. This was dire. I do. Th- I do think I died once and had to restart. Oh yeah. Um, I think so. One of the husk parts. There's. They just overwhelmed there's, me. They, yeah, they got behind so me, much. and I was looking the wrong direction. And then it was like, well, fuck. I guess I'm screwed because I yeah. can't cast cast i can't use shockwave yeah um, because they keep stumbling me uh Mm -hmm. which is a fun thing that the husks can do yeah i will say like i had a moment here probably at that moment where i have struggled before Mm. i was like i'm so glad i'm playing this on casual yeah it's just i'm just vibing yeah with my friends in the orb (laughs) in the orb yeah so then uh finally we make it and we see like the the pathway to the next area Mm -hmm. um and at this point, I don't know if it's the same for Jack, but Samara is like waning and she's like, we yeah. got to go. And so she is no yeah. longer waiting for you to take out all the collectors. She is running forward with the barrier. Mm-hmm. So you're you're having to move with the barrier and make sure that, you know, she's not getting shot at uh, right. and continue forward, you know, with the husks and everything. And then you make it to the end. There is a cutscene where Samara just like shoots this huge wave of mm-hmm. biotic energy, knocks all the collectors back, knocks all the uh secret swarms back and gives you time to run through the door and shut it after you meet mm-hmm. back up with the other squad yeah jack does the same thing yeah uh <sighs> garris at this point grabs his stomach and i was like oh no did i fuck up yeah it's <laughs> and harrowing then, and then he just like gives like a thumbs up and it's like okay thank fucking god jesus mm-hmm. christ and we check in with the crew and Edie's like our crew's all good everybody made it back i was like great job jacob thank you so much mm-hmm like, OK, well, now that you're here, the the object of this, fi- the final leg of this is to overload the systems and blow the base up, mm-hmm. um, you know, overload the, the Mass Effect core or whatever the fuck is. Whatever. Yeah. So then but then there are collectors at the door trying uh-huh. to get in, sort of yeah. like swarming it. Yeah. Um. So you have to leave a group behind. Yes. To guard. Yeah. Uh. And so I switched it up here and took mm-hmm. Morden and Garrus. OK. Me. Because I figured I want the big boys mm-hmm. to stay back with the rest of the, the crew. Garrus um, is a big boy. Garrus is a big boy, but not as big as Grunt. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I swapped Garrus and Grunt out um, mm-hmm. and uh, hoped for the best. I was really yeah. like, man, I was really just kind of praying that everything went mm-hmm. well because they they send you away and they're like, all right, well, the, the, the nine rem- or the eight remaining because Jacob's back at the ship. Mm-hmm will hold them off until you yeah. do what you need to do and it's like i hope okay. they will i hope yeah. they will so uh we head in and we uh, are on the floating platforms wait yeah. no oh what you skipped the speech oh sorry well yeah it's, it's a mon- also i took morden and thane okay if you, like you care <laughs> um <laughs> and um before before we split up Mm -hmm. uh there's like a little speech and you can pick the like Mm -hmm. paragon or renegade options for what what shepherd says and the paragon is like you know we're doing this for the galaxy and whatever and the renegade one is like we're doing this for fucking revenge and i know i talked about Jin having like a turn Mm. but i was like Jin's gonna be shitty about this he's gonna he's pissed off i'm pissed off we lost half the crew and so i i went for the the vengey revengey options yeah me too and and it's a good speech uh he says the collectors blindside their targets hit and run as powerful as they are they're cowards they never have to stand and fight the best of us that's you so you know we're gonna like do this for our squad basically or for our crew um it's very emotional yeah Mm mm-hmm 
I was fine about it. I was like, this is another speech. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I did also choose the the revenge one um, just yeah. because I was like, I feel like if we all know that we're doing this to save the galaxy, mm-hmm. you know, like us doing this will save the but galaxy, yeah, whatever the personal. But, right. But we need to like be fucking mad. And, you know, I think that's the appropriate motivator here is yeah. anger and revenge. So, yeah, banging around the floating platforms yes. and doing the it's, shooting. And- it's It's like Morden said when he had to personalize his stakes, you know, we had to make mm-hmm. the stakes. You're angry. So just keep shooting your gun instead right. of, uh, you know, <laughs> the galaxy is in danger. So keep shooting your gun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we head to these floating platforms, do a bunch of shooting and then finally get to the final floating platform, I guess, which we then yeah. beat boop and make our way to the final zone. Yep. And as we're floating through, I'm like, okay, this is where we are finally going to actually fight the Harbinger. And it's probably going to be a bunch of like possessed collectors. And we're going to have to shoot all them at the time. And then we're going to shoot the Harbinger at the end. And it's going to be the whole thing. Um, But that's not what happens. <laughs> I'm so excited for your reaction to this. Yeah. So we fly in and we're like, oh, man, this shit's kind of fucked up that it looks like this. This is wild. Mm-hmm. And we're following the like tubes that the human fuel is being sent mm-hmm. through to uh, a fucking giant ass metal skeleton uh-huh just hanging out <laughs> what <laughs> um, they call it the human reaper they call it a human reaper uh and this is just absolutely so fucked up man i was like nothing nothing mm-hmm. nothing prepared me for mm-hmm. that at all yeah. i was so fucked up in that moment i'm still kind of fucked up right now yeah because it is just like hey what yeah yeah so i i i was so <laughs> taken aback here i don't even know if i missed anything uh like note wise yeah. yeah so so basically i mean it's even more wild i'm i don't want to i'm making it sound like so this is what it is no um, yeah i like i have like a basic idea of it but please yeah, yeah. Edie explains like i don't you know i don't have a lot of data on this i'm taking guesses but like this seems to be how reapers reproduce they like absorb the essence of a species and build it into a reaper and that reaper looks like the species that Mm. it was built from by the way this never pays off again we never again see like a a reaper we don't see a reaper that looks like another species they all look like squid things except for this abomination (laughs) there are other enemies uh in mass effect 3 that we will fight that we can talk about it but (laughs) in terms of like an actual reaper this is the only thing that we see Mm -hmm. so Edie explains like the collectors are just pawns in this like they're you know this is not their tech that they're using to create a reaper. Mm-hmm. She says it's likely that different species construct each reaper. The end of sentence like that's yeah. that's just how they create new reapers. In this case, the collectors provide the labor. Wild. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking cool. I, I mean, it's yeah. just absolute sci fi bullshit, but it is like mm-hmm. so fucking good dude uh and so they tell you like in order to make the or or the basically like the blueprints for the reaper they're creating is based on the genetic material of the thing they're using for fuel Mm -hmm. so they're using humans for fuel and so it's gonna look like a human that's just how it works which is just so weird (laughs) yeah and shepherd is like the reapers are machines like why do they need humans for this and he says incorrect reapers are sapient Mm -hmm. constructs a hybrid of organic and inorganic material. The exact construction methods are unclear, but it seems probable that the reapers absorb the essence of a species utilizing it in their reproduction process. 
fucking sick. So sick, sick, sick not yeah, in like an ew way, not in like a cool way. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of sick in both ways, but yeah. Uh, So then we fight off more collectors, and we have to shoot the big glowing tubes. Is there Mm -hmm. another thing I missed? Uh, Just a a fun fact shared with me by Stephen Hilger that I wanted to share. Yes. Apparently, the original design for this thing was a fetus, and they decided that it was too unsettling. Yeah. (laughs) And I said, I should think so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I want to see. Maybe there's something in here. Oh, God. I hope not. Stand by. The bottom left image is the proto reaper suspended above the interior level. Concept shows how the creature was still under construction. Um, oh yeah, nothing else. I okay. Suppose. Yeah. So you shoot some collectors, and then you shoot the big glowing tube, which is like very video mm-hmm. game. Like yes, of course. Yeah. So there's four rounds of that. You shoot all the tubes, and then mm-hmm. the thing dies and it falls. Uh huh. And then, and that's it. The end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you um you are like loading the explosives basically mm-hmm. into the system and tim patches in mm-hmm. and he's like great work let's take this place over so we can be evil he doesn't say that that's not um, what he says it's not what he says but it's implied so he he suggests do like a a radiation pulse mm-hmm. that would kill the collectors but leave this actual facility intact because the technology here is insane for us to have. He mm. even does this. He's I'm watching the, the VOD of my stream and he like literally like closes his fist. <laughs> like he's uh, uh, plotting. Yeah. But yeah. So he's like, Oh, you know, like it would be really great to have this technology and the technology to like build a reaper. That's insane. Um, that would like be so great for humanity. And Mm -hmm. Shep's like, they fucking liquefied people and like turn them into this thing. Like the, no. Yeah. Like, are you fucking bonkers? Why would I do like, I'm not going to let you create a reaper. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm not trying to create a reaper, but just like having this technology would be wild. And Morden Mm -hmm. chimes in here. It's like, I mean, he's not totally wrong. Like, yes. Yeah, because this is sort of what we did when we saved Malin's data. Yeah, it's like, hey, like, fucked up stuff happened here, but like, maybe it could mean something. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe we could use it to our advantage. What did Jin do? I destroyed it. Courtney kept it. Okay. <laughs> kept the base. Listen, yeah, when Morden explains it that way, it's like, okay, Morden, you know, yeah, Morden specifically, yeah, sort of like fig- he isn't doing this, but it is a little bit like, hey, man, this was good for the goose a few weeks ago. Right. <laughs> like, now the ganders come to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of that was what honestly convinced me was mm-hmm. was Morden being like i mean yeah. it's kind of so we did you know it kind of does make sense a bit right and you know i don't think tim is going to create a reaper because that's fucked up and in order to create a human reaper he would have to kill humans which is a thing that i don't think tim would do because tim no loves- he wouldn't kill humans right but then he wouldn't want to make a big reaper that's in a form of an alien why would he do that <laughs> he's a fucking racist no um you're gonna find out how things go i'm gonna find out how Um, things go yeah uh if i i just wanted to point out if if you choose to defy tim he like starts like ranting at you and he's like yelling at you angrily and then morden just like 
boop, turns off the, <laughs> the transmission. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm mad at Morden, but we can get to that in a moment. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. About something different? <laughs> no, it's related to this, but... Okay. Uh, uh, so when Tim called, my my first note was, we get a signal from Tim, and then I said, don't do this to me, man. I wasn't ready to make another <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to betray yeah. us and be like, oh, I knew yeah. this was going to happen. And thank you for killing the Reaper. But now I'm mm-hmm. going to let you die in a black hole. Um, like, I thought that was what was about to go on. But um, oh, okay. this choice was kind of almost worse. Um, mm-hmm. so, then, so we set the bomb up. We're in the process mm-hmm. of setting the bomb up or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. it's like we got 10 minutes to get out of yeah. here. And then all of a sudden there's a big old roar or whatever. Baby and wakes up from its nap. Baby wakes up. And we have <laughs> baby to fight. angry. <laughs> we have to fight the angry baby. And it is <laughs> so fucking cool. Um, yeah, it's the, the the human reaper, like, come be, comes to life. Yes. Sorry. And yeah. To, to, to be straight up about yeah, it. That's for about people it. who haven't played the game, yeah. what we say when we mean baby angry <laughs> is that. <laughs> Um, so you just, you know, it's very video game. It's just like, shoot the big glowing orange part. Don't get shot by the laser. It's so fucking horrifying. Yeah, it is horrifying. Like the way this thing moves and when it crouch, there's a part where it will like crouch, like duck under, but you can still see one of its horrible eyes and it's like teeth and it's oh it's, it's awful. scary it's it's like uh it, it looks like a terminator skeleton basically yes um, yeah. but giant and only the top half yeah and i when i have played this on higher difficulty levels i always run out of ammunition in this fight really yeah Whoa. always um i don't know if it's one of those like glitch situations where the enemies like aren't dropping Because like sometimes there are like waves of collectors that also come out during this fight, too, that you have to fight, um, which is basically how you get ammo. But sometimes they just don't drop it. So, um, yeah, but this time it was fine because I played on baby mode. Uh, So you kill the thing. It does the final, you know, its final death rattle or whatever. And Mm -hmm. then you set the bomb and you make your way out. Well, so when it dies, so we've already set the bomb Mm. when it dies. It like takes out the like platforms and like oh, y'all yes, are like yes. falling. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. And so like everyone's knocked out and then Shepard gets up and like wakes up the other two squad mates. Like Morton <laughs> for me had like a piece of like metal mm-hmm. covering him that mm-hmm. we needed to lift off. Um Thane almost fell. Oh uh, my god. There's a part there's a part where one squad mate yeah almost like falls off entirely as you're falling and you like grab their hand at the last second and it is very harrowing for me every time yeah it was garris for me again i was like jesus christ yeah um yeah but then you all sort of make your way out uh radio radio in joker joker says all survivors on board which i started worrying that i had somehow lost a a squad (laughs) mate in the b team and i was like shitting my pants yeah and as you leave, Harbinger is like, oh, you think you've won, but you have there's like this like voiceover yeah. like you think you've won, but you, it's only beginning and whatever. Yeah. And it's like cutting back and forth between like you and your squad running out and Har- the like big collector guy in the thing and Harbinger's like releasing control or something and the the collector guy like dies like reaching up like yeah oh, so sad yeah I, I something about like i don't know what it was maybe i'm just dumb 
But when we like saw Harbinger the Reaper, like in that moment, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, Harbinger's a Reaper and not yeah. just like a big collector guy. Um, <laughs> like, duh. Yeah. But it was just so interesting to see like this thing who has been, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote, been Harbinger this whole time right. is like, oh, no, this is actually just another collector who's like under the or Prothean or right. whatever you want to call it. Like that's just been under its control serving as like an avatar. Yeah. And it like turns around and there's just like this wave of like deadly radiation coming at it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, buddy, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So then we head back and we are back Normandy. on the Normandy. Um, we are talking to Tim quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this kind of go back and forth. Tim is like really excited about his villainous plans, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And Gortney like. Is like, look, I'm not doing this for like you or yeah. for humanity. I'm doing this to kill the Reapers and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. In my notes, I wrote, Gortney is like, look, girly, I don't need you, but I will continue to use your resources. Yeah. <laughs> um, which has kind of been, I feel like mm-hmm. Gortney's whole MO this whole time is like, fuck Cerberus, but also nobody else is giving me a second Normandy. So like, mm-hmm. I will use that Normandy, which is complicated in and of itself. But that is that is where that is where we're standing at the moment. Yeah, I Tim is just yelling at Jen at the beginning of this, like, oh, I can't believe it, whatever. He says, I should have known you'd choke on the hard decisions, too idealistic from the start. God. I'm like, Jin has been a trash man for a really long time, but um, sure. But yeah, then also it was like, I'm like, fuck you. I I I did this for the galaxy, basically. Yeah. I'm doing things my way from now on. Yeah. Uh, so then we walk out into the, at the oh. just at the end of the that conversation. Mm-hmm. Shepard says, "Joker, lose this channel." <laughs> Cuts him off. Nice. Also, I like that the, about the idea of the Normandy. I was also kind of like, yeah, like we're kind of he could just be like, get off my fucking ship. But then I realized like the AI of the ship and the pilot of the ship and everyone on the ship at this point is kind of on my team. So it's kind of my ship now. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Um, and so after this, uh, uh, conversation, you know, I'm so sorry. I just remember one more thing. Um, you see after Shepard walks out, you see Tim like sit back down. Yeah. yeah, Three legged Tim in front of his star. Yeah. Um, and depending on what decision you made, the star is either red or blue, which Whoa. I did not know. That's another Stephen Hilker fun fact. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't clock what color my star was, but Probably Tim red. is looking pensively at a hologram yeah. of the base, like with like a slight smirk on his face or whatever. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah for mine, he's just looking at the, the star mm. with three legs and smoking. <laughs> with three legs. So then we leave this room and we are back out on mm-hmm. the bridge i guess i don't know we're somewhere on the normandy yeah uh and the whole all of my squad mates are alive wow mm-hmm. mine too yeah uh you know there's we a musical it. swell uh joker hands us a pda that just has a picture <laughs> of a reaper on it <laughs> yes this is who we're fighting thank you um and then, and then we go to the edge of the galaxy where we mm-hmm. see a hundred plus reapers yeah just hanging out yeah uh, ready to approach the galaxy i assume and then and then it goes to the credits yep um <sighs> i sent you a clip of the last few minutes yes. of, of this uh or the last minute i guess of of this for me mm-hmm. 
where I was sort of musing on the fact that I had been planning for Jin to like have this, you know, redemption and sort of be kind of paragon from Mm -hmm. then on. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I don't think so. I think that he's actually going to be a little more complicated than that. And then I just got really into it and, um, you know, roll the clip. You know, this is making me rethink going like back to a fully renegade or a fully paragon shepherd for Mass Effect 3. I think Jin's going to be a little more complicated because like we said, you can take the man out of the trash, but you can't take the trash out of the man. That's Jin Shepard. That's the way he does things. He's wearing an inexplicable vest and he will defeat the Reapers in that vest for some reason. But yeah, that's that's the that's the end of Mass Effect 2 for Jin and Gortney. Yeah. Um I do just want to double check in our in our our show sheet here. You've written Human Reaper. How do it do? <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Okay. This is a question that I asked in chat. How do you think? Okay, so say the Human Reaper is finished, it's created. It's released upon the galaxy. Right. How do you, what do you think it looks like when it's like flying through the galaxy? Like, is it in the Superman pose? Like it's flying. Is it just walking? (laughs) It's just standing up straight, just flying forward. So some of the answers that I got in chat when I asked about that is walking. Someone said T-pose. Yeah, T-posing. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. Someone said swimming and then someone said doggy paddle. (laughs) (laughs) And I just wanted to pose to you, like, how do you think the human reaper travels? Yeah. In my head, it's just kind of like a T-pose, but the arms are down and it's just like flying straight. (laughs) Like it just flies standing vertically. Yeah, you're probably right. But I mean, it looks stupid as shit. There's no way. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Here's a bad is a question that I'm sorry that I thought Uh of. How does it connect to the Citadel? <laughs> I think you know, and I any, think I know. Any and of neither the of us wants to. Any answer. of the answers are good. <laughs> like even if, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, my mind immediately went in the gutter, and that's all mm-hmm. I'll say about that. But yeah. yeah, I guess there's. It could like place a hand or like just one finger. <laughs> what if it like puts it, it, it's it in its mouth? mouth? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it just puts it in its mouth. It's all good. Anyway. A foot. <laughs> it's just a foot. Just standing on it like Captain Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Holding on to it like King Kong. Jesus Christ. Oh my I'll god. Stop. That's actually kind of sick. If That's kind of like, the best one. Yeah. So the credits roll and yeah. uh then you get one more chance to walk around the norm. I mean, it, you can keep playing the game, but yeah. um, for me, it was a final chance to walk around the Normandy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have much to say, except everybody is like, I can't fucking believe that you gave Tim the base. You really? fucking idiot. I'm like, come on, guys. That's like, so funny. Everyone, everyone told me I made the right decision. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and this is why I'm fucking mad at Morden, because <gasps> I talked to Morden and Morden was like, I can't believe you'd fucking do that. I was like, are you? Are you kidding me? Fucking kidding me right now. He's <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of risky to do that. Like, I, there's no telling what the elusive man will do. I was like, you said this was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, wow. You helped convince me here, sir. Uh huh. But anyway, so like, yeah, this was your idea. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's God. just like, yeah, I can't believe you do that. What yeah. a silly idea, which is like, yeah, I get it. But also, you know, we'll see what fucking happens. Um, yeah. Anything yeah. else? Uh, yeah. I t- talked to Legion again and basically like yeah. ask them where they got the N7 armor. And they're like, well, <gasps> I 
I've been oh sorry <laughs> when I was talking when I was talking to my crewmates I said guys why did no one chime in on this in the moment like nobody we were all on comms <laughs> and nobody was like hey don't do yeah. this um yeah really anyway uh yeah so I go to talk to, to Legion about where they got the N7 armor from and they're like um I took it <laughs> and you're like from mm-hmm. where and they're like um from you <laughs> like uh i'm sorry what uh they're like yeah we you know spent all this time you know we heard somebody was fighting the heretics and we found out it was you and yeah. we wanted to like track you down and you know join the crew and whatever but by the time we found you you had crash landed yeah and and everybody was dead so we and like while we were searching for you we took a pretty nasty shot to the torso and if you haven't noticed this whole time legion has a giant hole in its chest uh the legion lesion if you will um (laughs) that's nothing it's good that's not what a lesion is but anyway uh (laughs) they're like we needed to (laughs) if it gets really bad (laughs) yeah yeah like we needed to repair ourselves so we just happened to find some of your armor and we took it don't ask any more questions (laughs) yeah okay I think also if you look, you can like press the issue mm. and it, it just says like you can be like, well, but, but why that particular piece of armor, Legion? And they're just like, no data found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. it's really nice. Ugh. It's really good. It's so good because yeah. it, it is, again, hinting at like the Geth are evolving. Like there is no like logical mathematical consensus reason yeah. why this this unit chose to pick up this particular piece of armor it's something intangible yeah it's something irrational it is something sentient and Mm -hmm. again for lack of a better word human Mm -hmm. it's just mm, it's so good it's really really good i love it so much i love legion and i'm so excited to keep hanging out with them hopefully in mass effect 3 like i said i'm now the the amount of stuff that i know about this game is now none i i have no idea what happens in the rest of this series and i am so exciting really excited for for the rest of it i how did stuff end up with tali so i went to go visit tali she said just so you know i'm running a fever i have a nasty (laughs) cough and my sinuses are filled with something i can't even describe oh my god and it was totally worth it um and she she's like still she's doing this thing where she's like i understand if you want to find someone else who's less complicated and Jin's like no (laughs) i want to be with you (laughs) but like the way that the conversation ends is like we don't have to do that again until like we find a way to like make it like comfortable and safe for you Mm -hmm. i also spoke to ken oh my god it's so fucked up sad yeah ken is like i can't believe gabby's gone she didn't give up she fought till the end he says, I can still hear her coughs, each one weaker than the last. And then finally he says, I'm sorry, Gabby. I'm so sorry. This man's really never going to be the same really again. Sad. No, absolutely not. No, he loved her. Yeah. They were in love. Yeah. And like, I do think they, if you save her in three, they do end up together. Fuck. Um, but yeah, we fucked it up. God we damn fucked it. it up. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I also thought it was interesting to... Um, talk to grunt he says um you know oh like great job doing the thing but um something to think about you killed the most dangerous thing in the galaxy and so that just leaves us (laughs) (laughs) which is great nice thane says he's recording a message for kolyat he says um it is difficult but all things worth keeping are kasumi i spoke to kasumi um and she had like a bunch of lines about like me breaking up with miranda and me getting with tali um, and she said, Tali is so cute. You're all she talks about in that rainbows and butterflies kind of way. She loves you. Be good to her. Aww. Cute. 
That's sweet. And yeah, I'll finish off on Garrus's line here. He says, remind me never to get on your bad side, Shepard. I almost feel sorry for the Reapers. <laughs> nice. I wish that any of my lines made me feel as good as all of yours did. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Who would have thunk that Gortney would have made that decision at the end and Jin would have made the non-trash decision? I think it's Gortney feeling like she has more control than she really does. Mm. Um Cause like, I think all the times that I've been thinking about Cerberus through Gortney's point of view, it's like, yes, I am working with Cerberus, but I'm not working for Cerberus. But like those things aren't like those things are in many ways a distinction without a difference. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Like, it doesn't matter what you think you're doing, no matter what you're doing, you are working for Cerberus. Mm -hmm. Like your, your stuff is uh, furthering the Cerberus line, you know? Right. So I, I think it is just kind of a naivete on her part. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I, I like I, I, I like her thinking that like all the choices she makes are the, the best ones she can make. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether that is true or not remains to be seen. But she thinks it's true. <laughs> so that. Yeah. AJ. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about doing some rankings? Yeah. yeah. Now that we finish the game and have all of the characters and stuff. Yeah, dude. Let's do it. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, all right. So uh, bottom to top, the tier list that we have here uh, has the bottom as Omega Garbage and mm-hmm. the top as Romance. So we have Omega Garbage, no one. D tier, also no one. My C tier is Zaid and Miranda. Uh, mm. My B tier is Samara, Jacob, and Jack. Okay. Uh, A is... Oh, man. Now that I... <laughs> I thought... Yeah, see, I thought I, like, banged it out really quick. A is just Kasumi. Okay. Um, And then S is Legion, Grunt, Garrus, Tally, Morden, and Thane. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so... I actually think Kasumi might be S as well, but I, I'm really... I don't know. I... But I, mine... This is very difficult. It is. It's... Yeah. So my D tier... I, I didn't do Omega Garbage either. I My D tier, I have Jacob and Morden. I'm with Jacob. I, again, it's just because of that romance line. Mm. Otherwise, he'd be like a B. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, he's fine. That's why I got um, him a B. Yeah. He's fine. Um, Morden, I put down there because this run through made me dislike Morden more than I ever have. <laughs> I like him better in three. Sure. But just talking about two, I'm putting him in D. Sure. C, Samara, which is also probably, I might put Morinth as a B. Mm. Um, she's just like, it's interesting, but she's underdeveloped, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, B, Zaid, uh, Miranda, and Jack. This playthrough made me like Zaid a lot more. Really? Like, he's he's a problematic person in virtually every way, but he's kind of fun. He's kind of fun. Um, yeah. We have Grunt, Legion, and Kasumi, and S, which is also my romance tier, is garris tolly and thane my sweet precious babies i love them all yeah i guess i'm i I got caught up in the moment again of of like am i rating them as a person or am i rating them as Mm -hmm. how much i like their story yeah that's Um, it's tough Um, and there's kind of a mixture of both in here because morden is definitely s because i'm really really love the story that he has s S story for sure on morden um but I think if we're going with person, I think Morden's like a B. Yeah. Um, I will also say that for me, Legion and Kasumi are like a plus kind mm. of. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really love Casimir. I'm just saying, I think that robot's hot, and I don't, I don't know why. They have kind of an energy about them. Yeah, it's a vibe. I also um, something I didn't, uh, I didn't bring up the when we talked about meeting Legion for the first time last week mm-hmm. that I wanted to bring up when you're talking to Legion and before you say your like last line, there's this shot and it, it like pulls out and you see like the side of Shepard and the side of Legion and Shepard like moves their arm like they're they're saying something and the way they move their arm kind of. Looks looks like they're about to lift it into like a handshake and as they lift their arm up legion instinctively also lifts their arm up <laughs> like to mirror <laughs> what shepherd is doing yeah. and i think it's so it's so good and then it's also the handshake good. moment there shepherd puts their hand out for a handshake legion puts their hand in the same way and they just are like holding open palms <laughs> at each other and then shepherd grabs and like shakes um it's so good i mm. i love legion so much but yeah um i i feel like they're all all the characters in this game are like really good. I think I might actually move Jacob down to C. I think I just liked mm-hmm. that he that I made the choice of like, oh, Jacob seems like a good guy to bring the crew back. And then it turned out that was a correct choice. I think that's kind of painting how I'm seeing yeah, Jacob right now. That's fair. But I think like Zaid, Miranda and Jacob, I think Zaid and Jacob are like obvious C's to me in terms of like, mm-hmm. I don't really care about them one way or the other. And Miranda is like kind of interesting and we get it's it's i think it's just because we have her for so long and Mm -hmm. like we said a couple episodes ago and like we said you know earlier in the season they front load so much information into these conversations Mm -hmm. that you run out really quick and then once you finish the loyalty mission if you're not romancing them you again run out of 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 conversation again really quick right yeah so Miranda's interesting in the beginning. She's interesting through her loyalty mission. And then it's just like she is just there for so much of it that mm-hmm. I forgot about all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, it's the lady I can't talk to anymore. Like, right. <laughs> like she's just kind of here <laughs> and she loves yeah. Cerberus. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody else is just so good. I love this crew. I'm so glad that they mm-hmm. all survived. Yeah, uh, I'm glad for you, too. It's going to unlock a lot of fun stuff uh, in the next game. Yeah, I'm so excited to play mass effect three me too i was like damn i wish i could get this started right now (laughs) yeah uh so i guess uh we'll do some housekeeping right now Mm -hmm. um next week we will be off kim and i will be off um there will be a new episode of asynchronous yes uh, starring chase and scout uh thank you (laughs) both again so much for for doing another asynchronous thank you for the day off thank you for the funny stuff that you say Mm -hmm. um for the rest of the year we're gonna release some episodes of synchronous yay uh video game zeitgeist show (laughs) where um uh where we'll talk about games that came out this year so um you know we're not doing like a whole goatee thing frankly i haven't even played enough 2022 games to be able to do that but we're just going to talk about some games that we um enjoyed from this year uh sort of a more informal Mm -hmm. uh discussion Mm -hmm. um yeah just a fun way to to be a part of the end of the year video game conversation yeah i'm I'm very excited for that because I don't know. We kind of miss out on that being a show about past games, you know, and we, me and you have private conversations Mm -hmm. about games we're playing and stuff. uh, And I think that would just be fun to bring onto the show proper. Yeah. Um, Pending how busy I am (laughs) around that time. I do. Would it be fun to do an episode about the game awards? 
I would love to do an episode about the Game Awards. I would if love to do an episode about the Game Awards. If they're good. I don't know. Oh, I want to do an episode about them if they're bad, too. Well, but I mean, just like <laughs> if they're like fun to talk about, if it's like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah boring yeah. or whatever, then then no. But yes, I would. Yeah. I would love to do that. Sick. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's the plan. We're really excited. And yeah, can't believe we finished Mass Effect 2. I know. We're it done Mass Effect by. 2 in less than three months. I mean, technically. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we took a week off in there. So I guess almost exactly Probably. three months. Wow is all i have to say it's a good video game i'm so happy I'm so i played glad it you enjoyed i enjoyed it yeah i am looking so forward to mass effect 3 um whenever we get to it um Yay. so yeah i i guess uh regular thank you stuff now um mm-hmm. thank you listener so much for listening to the show uh, yeah it's it's been a, a great year to make a podcast in and it's been great to hear from all of you your thoughts on the discord and stuff and on twitter and everything um so keep keep all that up you know tell tell your friends retweet our stuff etc cetera, etc cetera, all that but but really i just want to say thank you for listening it's it's just really great yeah thank you so much Thank you to Scout Wilkinson for making the show art. I love to look at it, and it's very good. If you would like Scout to make art for you, perhaps she has some open commissions, or will soon. Um, But she does have a Ko-fi page that you can donate to, whether commissions are open or not. Uh, So the links to that are in the description. Thank you to Amaranthan for making our music. Just absolutely delightful. Like we said about a month ago, they came out with a new EP slash album called Cool Jams. Uh, it's just so much fun to listen to. So you can check Amaranthan out at the Bandcamp or Twitter page linked below. If you would like to join the Worst Garbage community discord, the worstgarbage.online link is at the bottom of the show notes that will take you to the headquarters for all of the shows on the network, including Frog of the Week, which Kim hosts, and Into the Aether, which I produce, and also will give you a link to the discord. The Twitter for the show is at AsyncPod. My Twitter is at AJ Faleri. My Twitter is at Okimis. Uh Oh, you're not saying that you're streaming anymore because we're done well, the video game. I, yeah, I don't know if no. I'm going to. Um, I might stream more at some point, but yeah. Wow. For now, uh, the periodic streams are over. How bittersweet. Uh, so yeah, that's it. The show is over. Season four is done. Wow, that's weird to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we'll be back in two weeks-ish, probably. Uh, A-Stink will be here next week. And Mm -hmm. thank you so much for listening, Kim. What are our final, final words for Mass Effect 2? We didn't actually talk about this in the episode, but I do want to share this line from Legion uh, about the decision that you made. They say, an interesting choice, Shepard Commander. Your species was offered everything Geth aspired to. True unity, understanding, transcendence, and you rejected it. Even refused the possibility to use the old machine's gifts on your own terms. You're more like us than we thought. Wow damn thanks legion thanks everybody we'll see you around bye Garbage. Draw online.